Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. While the merry bells keep ringing, happy holiday to you. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. It's the holiday season, 
And Santa Claus is coming round The Christmas snow is white on the ground When old Santa gets into town He'll be coming down the chimney down He'll be coming down the chimney down It's the holiday season And Santa Claus has got a toy For every good girl and good little boy Santa's a great big bundle of joy When he's coming down the chimney down When he's coming down the chimney down He'll have a big fat pack upon his back And lots of goodies for you and for me So leave a peppermint stick for old Saint Nick Hanging on the Christmas tree It's the holiday season The holiday season So a hoop-dee-doo And dickery-dock Don't forget to hang up your sock Cause just exactly at 12 o'clock He'll be coming down the chimney down He'll have a big fat pack upon his back And lots of goodies for you and for me So leave a peppermint stick For old Saint Nick hanging on a Christmas tree It's the holiday season So a hoop-dee-doo and dickery-dock Don't forget to hang up your sock Cause just exactly at 12 o'clock He'll be coming down the chimney Coming down the chimney Coming down the chimney down Happy holiday Happy holiday While the merry bells keep ringing Happy holiday to you to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Nick, and with me, of course, is my much better, better beloved better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Yeah, that was uh, probably one of my more favorite Christmas tunes. Yeah? Yeah. Mine's Silent Night. Yeah, but that's so deep and dark and... It's still my favorite Christmas depressing. song. depressing. It's still my favorite Christmas song. I guess I've always been the mother of the apocalypse. This is true. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway. The shit that happens. Uh, we just got done listening to Old Joe. My kids, we let a strange old man into empty a sack in our house. Just on any given day. No, only one day out of the year. <laughs> it's even worse. He doesn't get kids come down the chimney more than once. Uh, notice how I put it that way. <laughs> so terrible. Uh, I do want to give a quick shout See, out easy does it. to our real estate agent who brought us uh, two cans of crack. So if any of y'all want to move to the Savannah area, the general Savannah area, um, call Savannah real estate experts. Just look him up. He's awesome. And then he'll bring you Christmas crack too. Cause oh my God, this shit is so good. It better be good. It's so good. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> I think I just felt my teeth come out. Oh, Savannah, Ooh, that sucks so Savannah bad. real estate experts, people, freaking amazing! Wow. Not a sponsor, just you know, y'all, y'all deserve crack. some Christmas crack. Wow, that's <laughs> so good. It makes you want to snort something really bad. <laughs> Holy shit, my alarms are going off. Oh, good. <laughs> that just set my heart rate through the roof. Mm, don't do that. Okay. Well done with the crack. I like it. Yep. Now we know why they call it Christmas crack. There's so much sugar in there. Oh Holy my god! Shit. Yeah, there is. I made more cookies today, but they—I actually don't have 
they have a whole whopping three tablespoons of sugar in them. What are you doing to me? No, my cookies have sugar in them. Well, I know. Yeah, Chuck, the, the cookies, do cookies have sugar in them? My cookie, the cookies in it. Well, I mean, okay, so they're made with Nutella, almond butter, and peanut butter with honey. So there's already plenty of sugar in that. <laughs> I, I'm just. And then chocolate chips, butterscotch chips, and peanut butter chips. So then there's plenty of sugar in that. But then the base of the cookie dough really doesn't, you know, there's no extra sugar. Just what's in all of that in the first place. So I'm just saying. It was good stuff. Come on, those cookies were good. There's I haven't had one. Well, that's on you. You better get one before the kids <laughs> I, eat them I because I made like two dozen and I think there's a half a dozen left. <laughs> I made them two hours ago. Our magoos are ridiculous. <laughs> they eat everything in sight. Literally everything. If it's not nailed down, it's gone. For instance, I made I came the mistake home. of telling the little one that there were honey cookies in this cookie jar over here in the studio and now there's one left. We had a bag of honey barbecue whatever, honey barbecue ranch potato chips. Just honey barbecue potato chips. We had like three out of them. Mm -hmm. And the kids got a hold of it and not even within five hours after that, bag is gone, gone, empty. And you would think we don't feed our kids. Dude, they eat so much. I told them last night, I was like, that's it. I'm not buying snacks anymore. I'm like, why not? Because you don't share them. You take them into your rooms and we don't get any. So it's 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 a waste of money. If we're not going to get any, then fuck you. You're not getting any either. <laughs> and my oldest son Parenting said... 101, VLAN. Yeah, so my oldest son said, that's fine. We can go out into the garden and pick our snacks. I said, absolutely. You can pick whatever you want out of the garden. Yep. And then I started suggesting really disgusting trees that we need to get, which are a pear tree. I'd love a pear tree. Mm -hmm. I would sit out underneath it all day long and do nothing but eat pears. Well, we'll have to get a really big pear tree then. Well, then we're going to have to get a really big one. Mm -hmm. Where are we going to plant it? Probably up front here. In the center thing? Yeah. We're going to plant they, the they rest gotta, of the fruit trees? The, the, it's going to get great sunshine there. It is. It is. Absolutely. And that tree requires a lot of sun. The other yeah. ones you've got, that orange tree, you don't want to plant that up there. That orange tree you want to put in the back. You think? Yeah, it wants, trust me, that thing wants shade in the summer. It does not want to be out there in the heat. They grow them in Florida in the I sun. I know they do, but that's how they get the bitter oranges. They give them too much sun. They harvest them just right so they're still sweet, but the real bitter oranges, like when you get grapefruits, those are... Yeah, no, we're not. Grapefruit trees, but they love the heat. If it was a grapefruit tree, I say yes, throw it well, out there. We'll get a grapefruit tree. No, though, I don't want fucking grapefruits. I, like I hate grapefruit. grapefruits. I like grapefruit. I, you can't prepare a tree, and I'll get my grapefruit tree. I will if we get a grapefruit tree because mm -hmm. I know how you are with picking fruit. So, dude, I just picked two lemon, two limes today, and right, and a lemon, and they're in the chicken that's cooking in the oven right now. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna so build fuck a fucking grapefruit cannon. <laughs> okay. And I'm, we're, we'll shoot grapefruits. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. That shit would be the bomb. Mm -hmm. With what I know about black powder now, oh yeah, that shit will be the bomb. Wow. I mean, it might explode in our hands the first seven times we try to fucking <laughs> fire it, but I'll give it a shot. Okay. Are you done eating your crack? No, this shit is amazing. We're talking. We're like, just like a potato gun, except I'm going to use black powder instead of what everybody else uses. Because why not? Because we found a video on how to make your own black powder out of stuff you have in your house. 
And if you can do it, why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. Make sure you, I, I heard that. Mm-hmm. I've actually heard that before. Yeah, and that's with the, the orange the trees. Yeah, that's and, why I have two orange trees. Okay. Mm-hmm. I heard that with orange trees. I've heard that with lemon and lime trees. Everything normally. Well, it depends. The lemon trees are the one I got is self-pollinating, but um, I'm going to get another one next year anyway, because it's not doing well in the chicken coop because the chickens keep pecking at it. So, uh, you know. You'll have that. Yeah. You'll have that in those big Exactly. Jobs. So I'll plant another lemon tree just outside the chicken coop. It'll be fine. I, I, I just, uh, I, I was thinking about that because um, if we get a pear tree, you got to, those come in pairs. You got to get those in pairs mm-hmm. too. Almost all fruiting trees have to, you have to get so pears. I, uh, hell yeah. yeah. I can't, I, I'm honestly, I'm looking forward to the pear tree. Really am. Okay. The lime tree is awesome, but the pear tree is going to be the bomb. Mm-hmm. Because pear, fresh pears are amazing. I, I don't know about you all. I love fresh pears. I was actually going to recommend she get a plum tree too, but I'm afraid if she, I don't know if we can really grow plums down here though. It's too hot. I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's too hot and too wet. I think we have we get too much rain. I don't know. Yeah. I have to look that up. But my wife's shown me average grapefruits are a lot smaller these days. Yeah, they are. Really, mm-hmm. from the store that you buy from the store. Mm-hmm. Really? Because I remember those things are fucking, those are a good size. They're bigger mm-hmm. than an orange, Mm-mm. way bigger than an orange. And I used to have, I had a, a, a Meyer lemon tree at our old house. Oh my God. And those things were the size of grapefruits you get in the store these days. You could pick the lemons off the tree and literally rip into them and eat them. Yeah. That's how they good taste, they were. They, they were, were so, good. so sweet. They tasted like an orange, but they weren't an orange. Like it was definitely a lemon, but they were so sweet. You can make lemonade, just mix it with water. No sugar needed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't need any sugar. Trust so me. There was enough there to put you in a diabetic oh, yeah. coma if you weren't care- careful. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> So, um, and this one might put you in a coma too, but, um, anyway, it was the, the best. There's so much shit going on y'all. I named us 30 pieces of silver on purpose, obviously, because, um, we've been sold out once again. We're just finding out about it. So we missed the Twitter files yesterday because, um, well, cause I really didn't, I, I was celebrating our son's birthday yesterday and Mick was working. So, um, I wasn't on Twitter. I was decorating my mother's tree anyway um you were tweeting how dare you i was not i was not involved in the circle how dare you i put my phone down and hung out with my family for a day you weren't involved with the circle i know i was not Uh, i hung out with my family for a day so um this was even though this was a i've basically stopped listening to tim pool after the whole yay thing because he really fucking pissed me off but I saw this clip and it was, and we're not going to play the whole thing, but it was the best synopsis of Twitter files eight, which they are calling, um, a psyop there. It, it was named like FBI psyop or something like that. Um, it's really just propaganda, more propaganda, but, um, more proof that the FBI was just straight up controlling Twitter and which is censoring people at, and you know, it's just more proof that something we already knew. Every single one of us has known this. Mm-hmm. We've all known it. We believed in shadow banning. We're we've been proven right. Yeah. We believed in fucking getting kicked off the platform for no reason. We were completely right. We believe that the government has been doing it at their own will and working in collusion with big tech to do it. We believe that. We've known that from the case, and we were called delusionist conspiracy theorists. I, I saw a meme today that was really funny. 
but it's not funny. Said Times Person of the Year. And it had a dude like doing a cheetah flip. And underneath it, it said conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Actually, the time person of the year is Vladimir Zelensky. But hey, what do you know? But seriously. Yeah, I, I am serious. I, 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 my point is this. We should be. We've been so right. We've been so vindicated. It's only getting juicier. It's not going to be long before you can prove that the federal government had Twitter working personally at their behest. But they've 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 just pro- they've proven that. Play this clip. Well, they've proven it now on more than one occasion. Mm-hmm. This is just another occasion in which they've. You're right, proven. Sparky boy. Hitler was time person of the year twice. See yet another thing that yeah you admired about him. See, look at that shit, craziness. Oh. Why does it always do to that one? I hate when it does that. I don't know. The big story right now, we'll jump right into it, is we have this from the Daily Mail. This is a PSYOP run by the FBI on the American people. Twitter Files author Michael Schellenberger says FBI knew Hunter Laptop was real, but still told Twitter and the U.S. public it was fake. Ultimately, what we ended up seeing from the latest Twitter files is that not only was the FBI paying Twitter money, so that they could run censorship operations, but that Yoel Roth, I believe it was Yoel Roth, wrote an email saying, basically what happened, it seems, is that someone downloaded, hacked into Hunter's laptop, downloaded the contents, cloned the machine, and then dropped it off at this computer repair shop in a, in a Russian disinformation campaign or something. I love, I love that narrative because it is the most insane conspiracy theory I've ever heard. And they call us the conspiracy theorists for saying that the FBI was was running a psyop and manipulating the election, you know, interfering in the election and all that stuff. But now here we are with definitive proof because Elon Musk bought Twitter and released all this stuff. We now know the FBI knew the story was real, lied to big tech, lied to us, and uh, I guess definitively interfered in the election. Well, I think it's it's kind of hard when they call the story disinformation, even from what Yoel Roth was saying, is that if it was cloned and then put on a new device and. All right. First off, no one calls Tim Pool a conspiracy theorist ever. Nobody ever. Um, but, uh, uh, real quick, Donald Trump has distanced himself as far away from this individual as completely possible. By who? the way, this is that guy. No, that, that's uh, not Nick Fuentes. That's oh. that's um, that's Luke Rakowski. Oh, okay. He works for Tim Pool. All right. He's uh, wearechanged.org. Okay. I thought it. Was, I thought that was the same dude. No. No, nope. I don't know their show well enough because no. I really don't listen. I don't pay attention to Tim Pole at all. Yeah. But that is the breakdown. That's what it boils down to. He is right about that. The thing that I find shocking is yes, that. Yes, that's Tim's house camp. You're right. Um, I, I find that shocking that they find that shocking. Why are you shocked? We have been saying this for how long now? Exactly. Folks, pat yourself on the back. I'm dead serious. This is a pat yourself on the back moment. You have been right. We have been right this whole time. Whole time. Oh, by the way, we've got more coming out. Because some sparks flew today, if you all weren't aware, at the old uh, Katie Hobbs, Carrie Lake trial. Mm-hmm. I listened to a good portion of it. Thank you, Liana, for uh, yes. broadcasting that. You're doing wonderful. Keep doing it. I know she's doing it right now. So, um, yep. There's some shit that's going to come out about that. Yeah. 
You, you've been right. We've been right. You're not wrong. We're not out of touch. We're not fucking crazy. And we're not fucking wacko. We're not nuts. It's real. Every part, everything we just talked about is all real. It's all proven true. There isn't a soul in media right now that wants to even say for once that we were right. They don't want to say that because we're just crazy conspiracy theorists. We sit at home and bang on the government for two hours every night. Let me, let me read this to you. This is, this is quite amazing. You're going to like this. This is from the intercept on the same day that CENTCOM sent its request. Members of Twitter's site integrity team went into an internal company system used for managing the reach of various users and applied a special exemption tag to the accounts internal log show. One engineer who asked not to be named because he was not authorized to speak to the media said that he had never seen this type of tag before, but upon close inspection said that the effect of the whitelist tag essentially gave the accounts the privileges of Twitter verification without a visible blue check. Twitter verification would have bestowed a number of advantages such as invulnerability to algorithmic bots that flag accounts for spam or abuse as well. The other strikes that lead to decreased visibility or suspension. Can you guess what accounts those would be from CENTCOM? Hmm. CENTCOM was From the sending, central command. CENTCOM was sending requests to Twitter. Yes, dear. What what accounts were they? Hmm. As soon as you find the rest of your story. Yeah. Um on July 26, 2017, Nathaniel Kaler, at the time an official working with U.S. Central Command, also known as CENTCOM, a division of the Defense Department, emailed a Twitter representative with the company's public policy team with a request to approve the verification of one account and whitelist a, a list of uh, Arab language accounts we use to amplify certain messages. We've got some accounts that are not indexing on hashtags. Perhaps they are flagged as bots, wrote Caller. A few of these had built a real following and we hope to salvage. Caller added that he was happy to provide more paperwork from his office or SOCOM. Mm-hmm. Twitter at the time had built out expanded abuse detection system aimed in part towards flagging malicious activity related to the Islamic State and other terror organizations operating in the Middle East. As an indirect consequence of these efforts, one former Twitter employee explained to The Intercept, accounts controlled by the military that were frequently engaging with extremist groups were being automatically flagged as spam. The former employee who was involved with the whitelisting of CENTCOM accounts spoke with The Intercept under con- condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to speak publicly. In his email, Collar sent a spreadsheet with 52 accounts. He asked for priority service for six of the accounts, including at Yemen Current, an account used to broadcast announcements about U.S. drone strikes in Yemen. Around the same time, at Yemen Current, which has since been deleted, had emphasized that U.S. drone strikes were accurate and killed terrorists, not civilians, and promoted the U.S. and Saudi-backed assault on Houthi rebels in that country. Other accounts on the list were focused on promoting U.S.-supported militias. Houthi All right, fine, Houthi, whatever. On promoting U.S.-supported militias in Syria and anti-Iran messages in Iraq. One account discussed legal issues in Kuwait. Though many accounts remain focused on one topic area, others move from topic to topic. For instance, at Dala2L, one of the CENTCOM accounts shifted from messaging around drone strikes in Yemen in 2017 to Syrian government-focused communications this year. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that, babe? 
Well, I'm pretty sure everybody's aware that is obviously a psychological operation. It's basically a leaflet operation, something we've done in every combat action that the United States has ever been involved in for the most part. Maybe not mm -hmm. Vietnam so much. Well, I mean, no, we did it in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. um, but that's what that is. Um, I can understand the CENTCOM accounts. I, I'm kind of confused. I mean, I guess it would have eventually gone through CENTCOM, but SOCOM would have requested their own accounts. And SOCOM wouldn't have done it in writing either. That's weird. That is weird. Normally, there is a meeting among stars, or at least stars attend with CEOs, and there are things that are said in confidence that, hey, look, don't give it up, but this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And they're never American accounts. They're always foreign accounts. Yep. So um, anyway, the FBI responded to uh to some of what what twitter put out in the, the twitter I, I'm, files i'm interested to hear some of this because that will really surprise me because they're a bunch of fucking idiots over there right now and we mm -hmm. all know that they've been spying on everyone everyone nobody's safe we got fucking congressmen that are on the fucking judiciary committee mm -hmm. with pegasus on their phone or the the equivalent of pegasus on their phone what the but because the government's spying on them, the FBI is okay, still good. <laughs> Liberals are good. I like the FBI, they're doing good stuff because mm, they're Republican congressmen and, and the pillow guy, Mike Lindell. Yeah, why? Because that's a connection to Trump. What do you want to bet? Mm -hmm. That's why Mike Lindell and Trump weren't really talking mm. because Mike Lindell and Trump knew what the fuck was going on. Yeah, we know Zelensky is coming to, to beg. More no money out of Congress. I'm not you playing don't. his speech. Fuck so him. I, I saw. OK, so let me get into that really quick before we jump into this. Let me get into that because I wanted to I wanted to address this. Thank you for bringing that up. Did you see Zelensky's first speech? Where his press conference with Joe when he was sitting there Just a few and minutes they're, ago? they're in the chairs. No, oh, no, the that. no. The first one where they sat down before they went cl behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. They always do this. This is the way the White House works. If you're not aware, you come in off the aircraft. Joe meets you at the door. How you doing? There's press the flesh between all the dignitaries, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. Right? What's really happening is if you watch, they're standing in the foyer. You want to know what's in the foyer? That whole foyer is one big x-ray room. The fucking Secret Service is scanning every motherfucker that just walked in that building. They can see everything on you. you down to your, if you had like, let's say your watch, like the tip of one of those old rolling watches like fell off and you threw it in your pocket. They can see that in your pocket. That's how fucking badass, that's why it does this. They have a pattern. Every time they do this, they have a pattern. They sit in that foyer for a certain amount of time. They get scanned. And they go into the rest of the house. They do their little march to the West Wing. They get to the West Wing. They go to the Blue Room, which is right outside the West Wing. Inside the Blue Room, there's two chairs. The two leaders sit down in front of a fireplace that's normally lit and burning. And they have a conversation. If you saw Zelensky's first press conference, he did it in English. Spoken mm. English. Wearing complete fatigues English. and a fucking t-shirt. Who okay. does that? I, I don't mind that. Man's at war. Look, I don't have time to fucking dress there's, up for there's you. There's war here? 
He didn't have time to put on a suit on the plane. Give me a fucking break. According to him. He's going to Congress in a t-shirt. According to him. Whatever. I'll, I'll let him play his game. Whatever. You're the fashion police when Dirty Mop Head gets up on the podium. He's a guy. Guys don't matter. We all are aware of that. You girls are the only thing that matters. If you don't look good, we look bad. Mm-hmm. So guys take care of their girls. It's what they're supposed to do. So either way, mm-hmm. he spoke in English. He talked to the press. He actually had a sense of humor. It was almost like he was, if you've ever heard somebody greasing the wheels before they asked the big hard question, like if you ever realize your kids come in one day and say, oh, mom, he looked beautiful. You know what's coming mm-hmm. because right before that. How much money do you need? They need, normally lube the outside of it. Mm-hmm. They get in there. They lube the outside of that ring right before they fuck you right in the ass. Okay. How much lube? Exactly. What happened today? Today was a recommitment with the new Congress coming in that none of the money is going to stop coming from America Mm -hmm. because we haven't done enough to get the money spread out to where it needs to go for your accounts. Now it's the Republicans turn to get their, their money. Mm -hmm. Why do you think we're all of a sudden, all of a sudden the Republicans we're spending money Mm -hmm. like it's going out of style. Yes. Cause it is. I'm going to sign off on this. I'm going to sign off on this omnibus bill. No, Joe can't wait to sign off on the omnibus bill because it contains another what, $45 billion for Zelensky in Ukraine? No, Zelensky can't wait for Joe to sign well, off Joe on the omnibus bill. Joe said he can't bill. wait to sign off on it. And we'll get to the omnibus bill in a little bit. But let's see what the FBI had to say about the Twitter file. This is, this is what's going on here in America. Because you're jumping the shark, babe. We'll get, to, we'll get to that in the next segment. But this is what's going I on. Know. I know. And I hate people that act confused. Like, when was this going? What do you mean when was this going on? Where the fuck have you been? We're just now hearing the press talk about how COVID may have really started from a fucking lab. Really? And in two McFly, years. McFly, welcome to the in, conversation, in, McFly. In two years, we'll hear on the mainstream media, we'll hear about how they were finding COVID in um, uh, Italian blood in September of you 2000. English blood. No, no, Italian. Or, was it, it was Italian, English? yep, in September of 2019. Um so, you know, that, hey, hmm. it, but that'll take two years to hit the mainstream media because that's how far behind they are. Exactly. We just heard about that about four months ago. Still, yeah. Three, yep. three, two, three months ago. Yep. Three months ago. Yep. If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. Alert. Now we are getting our first response from the FBI to the Twitter file dumps. The statement reads, the correspondence between the FBI and Twitter show nothing more than examples of our traditional longstanding and ongoing federal government and private sector engagements, which involve numerous companies over multiple sectors and industries. As evidenced in the correspondence, the FBI provides critical information to the private sector in an effort to allow them to protect themselves and their customers. The men and women of the FBI work every day to protect the American public. It is unfortunate that conspiracy theorists and others are feeding the American public misinformation with the sole purpose of attempting to discredit the agency. That I have never, ever seen a federal agency pay a private company 
three and a half million dollars to censor what they thought was important mm-hmm. to censor the Hunter Biden laptop that 17 percent of Americans said uh, would I, have changed their vote in the 2020 election. Hmm. Hmm. We wouldn't be here right now if the FBI hadn't censored the Hunter Biden laptop story. Yeah, our I, I think we would have eventually shut down the platform because what's the point? Mm-hmm. The only reason we kept going was because Trump got well, Trump got screwed. I, well, I won't say Trump got screwed. We got screwed. Yeah, America got screwed. Yeah. It wasn't Trump that got screwed. Yeah. Trump still has all of his fortune. He still has all his money. We got screwed. So, because look at the money we're paying now. No, look no, no. at what we're paying for this now. Is, this is really funny, actually. So, you know how they've been fighting to get Trump's tax returns for like four years? Oh, or that shit's going completely backwards. No, no, on no. It. They, yeah, they finally got Trump's tax returns. You know, he reported a negative income yeah. for the four years before he became president. Yeah. Negative income. It, it's going backwards on them. It's mm-hmm. co- no, it, I, I, I have a yeah. whole story on it. That's why Trump ran for president, because Obama fucked him so bad he wasn't making any money. So not only that, but think about this. As presidential candidate mm-hmm. in 2016, Donald Trump teased the release of his tax returns was imminent by pointing in the scale of complexity at his wealth and the reason he was so far so far bucked tradition by failing to release, release his final informa- fi- financial information. Tax returns never materialized. Long story short, they finally got him in court and he turned his tax returns over. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it shows that he had a negative income for four years. Mm-hmm. Wait, I thought he was a million. Yeah, he's a millionaire, but he's got the money to back it he up. Was leaving, he was living off his savings. Uh, his savings are just exponentially larger than anyone else's. But he he sent a message to the IRS. Immediately following the release of his tax returns, he said, I will change this the next time I'm president. Hmm. Meaning that there will be secrecy given to everyone in their yep. tax returns. You, It's like your medical records, folks. Yep. That's supposed to be a document between you and the federal government. Well, it, it has no point in being out there. So Derkin has a point though. If we, so we, we can see Trump's tax returns now. Why can't we see everybody in Congress? Like people that went into Congress with, uh, you know, AOC, $400,000 in the bank. And now they're multimillion or billionaires. AOC. Yeah, exactly. Pelosi. I mean, I want to see all their Pelosi? tax returns. Yes. And their immediate family members. I want to see her daughters. I want to mm-hmm. see her daughter's tax return. Her I want to see how much the federal government charged or her, the federal government was charged by her daughter mm-hmm. for the video that she made. I know we're, we're just, you're still jumping the shark. Cause no, we, have seg- we have a segment on that too. On, I know on January 6th. It came tonight. up, but no, no, no. I want to know. I want to know how I much know. The federal government paid for that. I gotcha. I, gotcha. I also want to know how much the federal government paid for your video because I also I know piece of that. I also know that they paid for that video. Mm-hmm. I also know that your video they paid for. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get any money off it. Yeah, and you sure as hell didn't sign any waivers no, or sign sure any didn't. disclosures. Nope. Because I don't remember you whipping out a pen and signing nope. any piece of paper I didn't there. Sign anything. Nope. Was there anything on video of you saying, "Yeah, I'll talk to you"? Um, I'm, I talked to them as they presented themselves as National Geographic. Not that they were. It was going to be given to or sold to Congress to make me look like a domestic terrorist. Tell me something. Why would <coughs> I, I got a question for you all? 
right? Because, you know, everybody asks me, okay, Mick, you haven't showed me yet. Okay, well, let me show you here, okay? Tell me something. When there's a shooting in your city or in your local town or wherever you live, do the cops walk into the local diners that have the cameras all the way around their parking lots because people's had their cars broken into? Do the cops walk into those diners and pay them for those videos? No, they say, I need the videos. So how are Congress being as powerful as they are and as broad sweeping and how pinpoint they can be and how effective they are? You mean to tell me they couldn't produce a motherfucking subpoena to somebody? Apparently not. Instead, they use taxpayer money to pay for a video? Mm-hmm. That they could have fucking simply subpoenaed. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else not see the issue with that? Mm, sounds like a setup. Sounds like somebody got paid off for video that they thought was going to be used a different way. Mm-hmm. And when they bitched, they probably got more money. Probably. And when we find out who all is behind this, I'm sure we're going to find huge Democratic earmarks all over this motherfucker. Put money on it. So if Why? we have any lawyers out there that want to sue Liz Cheney on my behalf, like reach out. We're just for fun. Dead seriously. Seriously. Gotta do it. Yeah. Cause yeah. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. Why? Cause fuck that bitch. That's yeah. why. You can get you know what? 50% of 20 million. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh, out of here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You want to do it. I'm down. I'll even take more than one. Because I don't like taking just one lawyer. Yeah. Because I know you guys have better ideas when you work together than when you're apart. So yep. fuck that shit. Anyway, so the FBI, um, that's it's their longstanding practice. Yeah, mm-hmm. that they pay companies. Yeah. I, I just find it odd. But there's because, so many key words in that last part of the statement. Conspiracy theorists, misinformation. Oh my God, they put all the labels in. Uh, no, they them. hit all the labels for all, all, all the, the extremists. Yep. All the extremist categories that you and I are all in because it's all of us that are causing the problems for. I like this now. You want to know why? We're hearing of our effect. You all are making an effect by coming to shows like this, by it's the talking bad about conspiracy theorists that are making us look bad by, by talking anything we've done by talking about the stuff that we talk about around the water cooler. You all are causing an effect. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just providing you a platform to come to, but it's all of you guys that go in front of the water cooler. You have these conversations with your friends at work. You don't even realize you're doing it unless you really work in one of those fucked up jobs where you got to watch your fucking mouth left, right, and center. Trust me, I've heard about a couple of those companies and that would suck to work there. I would feel bad for you mm. because it'd be like wearing a muzzle all day. I couldn't do that. I can't do that. I can't. Look, I've been. You put, can't watch your mouth. It's I've impossible. been put They've in tried. that little cage before. It doesn't work well. It does not go. Well. I do not do well no. in small spaces. No. I kind of lose my shit. Mm-hmm. More f bombs than you hear on the show. Yeah, I call you everything under the sun, and it then I tell rough. you how I'm gonna fuck start your brain when I'm done killing you. Yeah, it's you don't want to put Mick in a in an office. Don't put me in that little little area in a cubicle ever, ever. He needs the open sky. I, I, oh. I you guys. I'm serious. You guys are making an effect because they're talking about us. They're blaming us. Mm -hmm. I love it. 
because this is the first metric that we've had that said what we're doing is effective. I'm going to keep doing it. Hey, Bob, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Hi, fuck Bob. you. Fuck, fuck you. you. Have a good day. <laughs> God. This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. And that's what flames coming out of their butthole. But at this point. And what difference at this point does it make? Just saying. Well, so. Um, Tucker went off about it. Yeah, well, Tucker went off about something that we talked about the other day. So go ahead and, and let what? him go off about it. About the jobs, about uh, oh. about you know the the fake job numbers and oh, and the that economy shit. and yeah, all that yeah, all yeah. that yeah. Tucker got angry about that. Oh yeah. Tucker doesn't normally get angry about the economy stuff. I've I've noticed. No. He likes this. He's like me when it comes to the angry, finance. Stuff. He doesn't give a fuck about the money. It's the lying that pisses him off. Because uh, mm -hmm. he never likes to try and explain it. Have you That's ever noticed that? Because he has that? so much money. Because he inherited so much money that um. Yeah, I heard his dad was or his grandfather left him. Uh, a butt ton. Yeah, that's he, the rumor. I don't know if that's yeah. true. It's completely rumor. Yeah, I'm completely saying this on supposition. I I don't know Tucker Carlson. I don't know anything about him. Apparently but I, he, he I read a story on Twitter, like, so I don't trust any of that shit. Greenwich. Yeah, but Granddad was loaded. He grew and up in Greenwich. I don't have to say anymore. Granddad didn't like mom and dad. Not Greenwich Village. Greenwich, Greenwich Connecticut. Connecticut. And Granddad left his estate to Tucker mm -hmm. and. Tucker's loaded, but Tucker also got all of his education prior to granddad leaving the estate to him. So there's a lot of shit there that a lot of hoops. I think Tucker had to jump through. Connecticut public schools are like private schools anywhere else. True. Silver spoons sticking out of every orifice. No, except for where we lived. No, not true. Except for um, now, like New Haven and Hartford. Yeah. Those are, yeah, kind of those are rough. Oof. Anyway, tough neighborhoods. Because hmm. we lived, there was a lot of kids walking around with silver spoons. I didn't think you Seriously. put silver spoons in. And I was like... You've never seen so many fancy cars in a high school parking lot ever. It's insane. Today, they probably have Tesla sitting in there. I had a 79 Chevy Malibu. Dude, there was a there was a kid... Spray-painted red. It sat, it sat a, between a BMW and a Mercedes every day. There's a kid with a fucking 1994... Obviously, that was... Brand my new. last year, yep. brand spanking new GTO fucking, mm -hmm. was yep. it the Camaro, the new Camaro with the box headlights yep. and everything. Yep. Brand spanking new. I think I went, right off the I once pushed that out of um, the way with the, with the beast, with the beast. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. The beast. Yep. The great. beast. Yeah. I think anyway. you fucked. Yeah, you did. You did. fucked up his bumper too. <laughs> I, I remember that. I you fucked his bumper up too. He, he, he blocks the, the freaking exit to the parking lot. I couldn't get out. I was trying to skip out for lunch. Yeah. So, we were going to get you. stoned. <laughs> That's what we were really doing. We we're going to get stoned. Exactly. We ain't going to anyway, lie about it. We, we shared the beast, the 79 Chevy Malibu. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. This past summer, which is a few months to go before the midterm elections, the Biden administration faced a huge problem called the economy. Most voters vote on the basis of the economy and how they feel they're doing and how they feel their country's doing. And their country at the time was not doing well. The U.S. economy had just recorded two consecutive quarters of declining GDP. That's not just an academic observation. That's a technical definition of a recession. Two quarters declining GDP. Recession. We're not making that up. You'll find it in every economics textbook ever written. Go look up the one you used in college. 
But the Biden administration could not admit that. If they admitted the U.S. was in a recession, they would lose the Senate. They would lose control of both chambers of the Congress. So they had to lie about it. But how do you lie about something that's so easily defined that everyone can see? Well, you just change the definition. And that's what they did. They came up with a new definition of recession. So don't look at GDP. That's the old way, the racist way of assessing the economy. Look at holistic factors, said the White House. Look at the labor market, for example, the labor market. Well, then in June, the Bureau of Labor Statistics gave them ammunition for their case. The Bureau of Labor Statistics issued a report that showed the labor market was strong. They determined that the U.S. economy had added more than a million jobs in the second quarter of this year, from March to June. A million jobs. That's a big deal. It's a big story. And of course, Joe Biden wasted no time in touting it. Watch. Our job market remains historically strong. Our economy created more than 9 million jobs since I came to office, in no small part because of the people on this stage. Our economy created more than 1 million jobs in the second quarter. A million new jobs in the second quarter, despite negative growth. Wait a second. How do you get a million new jobs with negative growth? That seems like magic. How is that possible? But no one in the media asked questions. Instead, they repeated the White House line which was the BLS report, the Bureau of Labor Statistics report showing a million new jobs proves we can't be in a recession. They all said it, quote, the jobs report suggests the Biden economy is not in a recession, wrote the New York Times. And of course, there were other stories like that, too. So on the basis of that and other factors, they won. They now have control of the Senate. And now we get to learn the truth. A million new jobs, really? The Philadelphia Fed decided to check those numbers, and they found the U.S. economy did not add more than a million jobs in the second quarter of this year. Instead, the net addition of jobs was about 10,000. So that's less than 1% of the job growth the administration claimed. That's not a rounding error. That's not a minor math mistake. This is a country that supposedly sent a man to the moon. We can do math, right? This isn't like thinking you had 100 bucks in your pocket and finding out you had 85. This is like claiming you had a million dollars in your pocket and finding out you had 10,000. This is like claiming you were rich when you were actually bankrupt. This is a lie. So how'd they get it wrong by more than a million jobs? How did they construct this lie? Well, as of tonight, we're not really sure. We now know that BLS numbers didn't just help Joe Biden, though. There was another purpose. These fake numbers also gave the chairman of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, a justification to continue raising interest rates. On the basis of that report, they can raise rates. Here was Powell just a few days ago. Today, the FOMC raised our policy interest rate by a half percentage point. We continue to anticipate that ongoing increases will be appropriate in order to attain a stance of monetary policy that is sufficiently restrictive to return inflation to 2% over time. Despite the slowdown in growth, the labor market remains extremely tight with the unemployment rate near a 50-year low job vacancies still very high, and wage growth elevated. Job gains have been robust. Ooh, every word of that, a lie. The justification is a lie. And in fact, as Powell well knows, there are 7 million American men of working age who are not working. They're watching the internet all day. So why are they lying to us about this? Well, the effects are very obvious. Go try and take out a car loan or a home loan or any kind of loan. Or if you have a loan, it's got an adjustable rate, 
Watch how much more you're paying per month. So why are they doing this? Well, the administration wants Powell to raise rates because they think it'll offset the inflation that Joe Biden's policies have caused. But this is a huge problem for everyone else. Raising rates when the economy is faltering and people don't have jobs, if you keep doing that, you could cause an actual collapse. That seems like the course they put us on. The Biden administration got the interest rate hike it wanted, even when the labor market has been flatlining. William Beach runs the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Marty Walsh runs the Department of Labor. They it doesn't seem like it, Tucker. You're it wrong. It is that. It is that. Yes. This is the course they put us on. Absolutely. They want to tank the economy. They want to take the dollar. This all has to happen. Mm -hmm. They want this because China's got to come in and save us. Because that's the only way you get to a one world economy. You have to kill the two biggest economies that are out there. How do you do that? Well, you lock fucking horns with Ukraine where you know Ukraine's going to get backed by every NATO power out there. So that takes care of Russia's economy. Well, let's see good old Zelensky. Well, what do you do for the U.S.? Well, shit. We got to bankrupt them motherfuckers. How do we do that? Obama style. We do it old fashioned. Yeah. We go back to taxing the shit out of everyone. Yeah. Pretending like the economy is great when it's really in the tank. You've got ass clowns. It, I, I have to say this honestly. Ass clowns out there. And you might be one of them. And I apologize if you are, if you listen to us. Yeah. But if you're not. That's a you problem. That's a you problem. But you've got ass clowns that make $45,000 a year making phone calls from their house. Okay. Mm -hmm. Whatever happened to going out, getting dirty, coming home, taking a shower, and doing that whole thing all over again tomorrow. Just wondering. Because we used to do that. Guys used to do that. That used to be a thing. We all used to do that. We used to get up, go to work in the morning. Used to be a staple of your day. <clears throat> you get angry. As a matter of fact, I am angry every morning I get up until I get that first bong hit. <laughs> then I'm not so angry. Or maybe after the microdose of mushrooms I do. Or the occasional kiss. <clears throat> Or the occasional kiss or the occasional kick in the dick. Yeah, depending that, on. whatever. You get sparky people in America when they open their advent calendar door and the fucking IRS are behind it. But real quick, in, <laughs> Sparky, you brought up a good point up here. Uh, I don't think that your your comment fell on deaf ears. J.K. Rowling announced that she will fund a rape crisis center uh, in Edinburgh for women. She's getting shit off the trans crew here. It's ridiculous. These freaks want to access every woman's space. I can now choose to take a piss in a lady's toilet if now if I want. Listen, you are hitting the nail on the head. I have actually something a lot to talk about that actually I have a whole story on that that blows this whole trans movement. It, basically what Velen said the other night. Last night when I was pissed. On steroids. Which is actually really good. Funny as fuck. I'll get to it in a minute. Okay. But first, let's see. Uh, speaking of trans, let's, let's see Zelensky. He, he's pretty trans. He does like to dress in women's clothes and or in high heels and, and do videos. Weird. Playing helicopter with his dick. Fucking weird. Seriously. Let's go live to the White House. Uh, sorry, not live. Happened a moment ago. We just turned the sound. We're going to go to the new video inside the White House with the two world leaders. Let's listen. So 
Well, Mr. President, it's good to have you back. I'm delighted you're able to make the trip to be here. And, uh, you know, uh, it's an honor to be by your side in the United Defense against what is a brutal, brutal war to wait by Putin. It's 300 days. Hard to believe. 300 days. We're going to do some Putin's ways to brutal assault on the Ukraine's uh, right to exist as a nation. And, the attack on innocent Ukrainian people for no reason other than intimidate. And he's escalated his assault on civilians after these schools, orphanages, hospitals, landmarks. Uh, it just uh, is, uh, he's trying to use winter as a weapon. And uh, But the Ukrainian people continue to inspire the world. Uh, I mean that sincerely. Not just inspire us, but inspire the world with their courage and how they uh, have chose their resilience and resolve for their future. And the American people have stood proudly with them, Democrats and Republicans, together with our allies in Europe, Japan, and other places, to uh, make sure you have the financial, humanitarian, and security assistance that is needed. We're going to talk about that today. And uh, we're going to continue to strengthen Ukraine's ability to defend itself, particularly air defense, and that's why we're going to be providing Ukraine with Patriot missile battery and, uh, and training your forces to be able to accurately use it. Together with our partners, we're also going to continue to impose costs on the Kremlin, and uh, we'll support Ukraine pursuing a just peace. President Zelensky. Let me slow your roll on that one right there. So funny when... Um... Hold on. Nope, nope. Stop. Zip it right here. This mm. is very important. Together with our partners, we're also going to continue to impose costs on the Kremlin, and uh, we'll support Ukraine pursuing a just peace. President Zelensky, the United States stands with the great people in Ukraine. We stand with you. You've been a great leader. And by the way... Sorry, my bad. You want to go further? further. I think security assistance that is needed. We're going to talk about that today. And uh, we're going to continue to strengthen Ukraine's ability to defend itself, particularly air defense. And that's why we're going to be providing Ukraine with Patriot missile battery. First of all, Patriot missile battery. You ready for this one, folks? The missile system itself, okay, for one missile system, rocket not included, just the tracked vehicle that carries it and the actual aiming platform and everything else. That is a $120 million per system. Okay. In a battery, there are four, there are three companies. You have three companies within the battery, three companies of four vehicles each. So that's literally Fucking $200 billion, Two billion. roughly. $2 billion. $2 billion. We are providing Ukraine just in a missile system. Actually, it's more like $4 billion because when you start adding the Patriot missiles to it, now you're tacking on costs because the missile costs a certain amount of money too. So the reporter asked Zelensky, um, what are you, what are you going to do once you have your Patriot missile system? And he said, oh, we're going to ask for another one. Yeah. Literally, that was his response. Oh, we're going to ask for another one. The Patriot missile system comes equipped to cover 
up to and including 120 miles out from the system. That's how far it can see in the air. Mm-hmm. Just, you know. Craziness. But, you know. We'll just leave ourselves defenseless. And we're also going to give Ukraine. $45 billion. Oh, Well, we don't have the troops to run the Patriot missile system, so it doesn't matter. Mm, they're all in Ukraine. No. We just don't have them. They're dead. No, they're all gone. They got out of the army. Hold on. There's also another part to this. There's another part I wanted to play. Hold on. Give me one second. Let this go for another second. And uh, and training your forces to be able to accurately use them. And training your forces to be able to accurately use them. That That means means we're putting boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. Boots on the ground, fuckers. Yep. Americans, we now American have soldiers American soldiers ground. going on the ground in Ukraine. Okay? Not that we haven't had them there yet, because we have. Oh, they've been there. But now we have, for real, green suitors. These are active duty guys that are... Act- mm, yeah, ADA got moved in. These will be activated or active duty guys that are going overseas. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Why not? Why not? Why not? Ukraine is the 52nd state. I guess so. We're paying for it. Because Puerto Rico is the 51st state. So fuck it if we're paying for it. You know that, right? They're about to make Puerto Rico the 51st state. I, I'm waiting for it. Yeah. It's, it's next. It's, it's, but I, I don't know how they're going to do it because they don't have the Congress. It's got to start in the Congress. Yeah, except um, no. They're, the they, bill they, has to start in the Congress. The bill's already up. It's Puerto, no. Puerto Rico has to vote on it now. And every time it goes up, Puerto Rico votes no. Yeah, because they get more out of us if, yeah. they, if they don't become a state. I know. And they don't have to pay taxes. They get all the benefits without the... Without the, taxes, the burden. Yeah. Without the taxes. Yep. They don't have to pay taxes. They don't want to pay taxes. They're not dumb. We moved to Puerto Rico. I've thought about that often. Yeah. If they weren't so moody, I would. Yeah, you very were, moody you were married to one of them. Yeah, very moody. Yeah, she very tried to moody. kill you. She did. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I can't blame her, but she was a cunt, so. Any freeze in the food. It's really <laughs> fucked up, folks. Really uh... fucked up. More warning signs. One trillion dollars. Oh, 1.7. 1.7 trillion. That's, oh, that's right. That's the bill. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the, bill. the bill right there. You see all that that's paper? That's the bill. Listen to that's this. That's the is, bill. This is insane. This is fucking ridiculous. These are the highlights too. Mr. Hall, you're in trouble, by the way. My fiance is Puerto Rican and Filipino. You're fucked, dude. Just dude. be super nice all the time. Yeah. You better kiss yes, the honey. ground that she Whatever walks on. Whatever you say, on. honey. Absolutely, honey. I love yes, you, honey. She will Every fucking kill you in a yep. second. With your face to you or your back to her, it doesn't matter. Yep. She will kill you. Just letting you know. The bill's 4,155 pages long. We got it a few hours ago. Yeah, read, so, read the bill. So, so I, I, I find it offensive when colleagues suggest they deliberately contrive this shutdown threat. They are extorting us and the American people, using the American people and, and the legitimate fears they have as bait. And then they drop it on us at the last possible moment when they could plausibly do it. And then within hours, are you done yet? Are you done yet? Are, are you finished? Are you ready to give us consent? Uh, that is that is the height of presumptuousness. This really is, this is legislative barbarism. This is extortion and, it, and it's wrong. So it's... Uh, I'm sorry, that is way too soon to be asking us how quickly we're going to jump to expedite their process from which they excluded every single one of us and 330 million Americans. That's wrong. Ain't no discrimination there. That's wrong. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? 
Seriously, that's what he sounded like. Let's do it. That's what the Democrats were let's asking. Let's do it. Are you done yet? Are you done yet? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Are we there yet? I'm down. Let's go. Let's go. <sighs> Fuck it. Seriously. We'll do it just the two of us. We got about, I don't know, maybe 100, right, 185 question, other fuckers Dickin. that are follow us. Who writes those 4,000-page bills? Because it sure isn't the drunk, lazy fucks in Congress. No, no that would be the lobbyists. The lobbyists, right? No, 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 so, no, no. No, they don't. The every, lobbyists don't. No, no, no. The lobbyists don't. But what the lobbyists do is they send their input. Yes. Okay? A lot of their input is copy, co- copy cut in. Trust me, folks, I live next to a DC staffer for almost two years. They cut and paste better than anyone. This motherfucker told me some of the dirtiest shit that I never thought I'd ever hear about Congress. He said 90% of his job going to work in the day, because we'd sit around at night when I was being cool. Uh, some nights, eh, most, of, most of the time he was just scared to death of me, but we would sit out one night we were sitting out one night and I, I remember drinking a beer and I was talking to him about his work and he's, he was saying, dude, if you saw what I did on a daily basis and I got paid to do, you would lose your mind. And I was like, okay, what do you do? He worked in a certain Senator's office. His job was literally to sit in front of his computer, copy, cut and paste from documents sent to him by lobbyists, lobbyists, that said, hey, we want this in this bill. And because a while back, if you remember, they tried to do where they could line item, line item veto. veto items in a bill. And the majority of America said, no, 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 no. The majority of Congress said no. Correct. But not America. No, it was. It was the majority of America at the time. Okay. Mm-hmm said no to line item vetoes and those line item vetoes, because think about it, what comes around goes around, right? When you get a democratic house in, now you've got a president who's striking through every Republican bill. Yeah. When you have a Republican in charge, you have a Republican striking through every line on the bill. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work out when at well for either side. Just how it should be. So what it is, is you put all this shit into a bill. And what you normally do is you save the good shit that you want to get passed for something that you know that the other side is definitely going to vote on. So for instance, like the government shutdown, you don't want to look like an asshole being the guy that held up the government shutdown because you ain't getting reelected if you shut the government down. And there's a whole bunch of people in your, your area your constituents that aren't getting paid, they kind of get angry. Well, let's see what kind of pork they put in this omni, omnibus spending bill. Well, well, think about it. Because what Rand Paul they? went through it. Whoa. Oh, oh, no, no, no. He think out. about this. What could they? Just think for yourself for a second. Take for a second. Just imagine you haven't learned anything else here. Okay. But do me a favor. Use your imagination. Come up with the most Come ridiculous the most shit you can ridiculous imagine. Ridiculous shit that you can put in your mind mm-hmm. about what's in this bill. And now listen. And I'm going to give you one more second so you can, one more moment, so you can put that list together real quick. Okay? You ready? Now we're going to play it. And you tell me. How many of you motherfuckers were right? Because I guarantee if you thought of the most ridiculous shit you could think of, whether it's green energy or anything, 
Here you if go. you have the same list that I have in my head right now, just wait for it. Me and you might be on the same page. Just wait for it. Mr. President. Senator from Kentucky. If this is winning, I'm getting tired of winning. GOP leadership declares that this bill is a victory. But not unless you define victory as adding over a trillion dollars in new deficit spending. So really, there is a debate, a big debate within the Republican Party. Which is more important? Is it more important to add $45 billion to military spending, or is it more important not to add a trillion dollars in deficit to our overall debt? We now have a $31 trillion debt. We're adding over a trillion dollars a year, and yet Republican leadership says, this is a victory because we're getting more military spending. But it's a victory at what expense? Are we actually more secure? Are we more safe? Is our national security more protected by spending more on the military? Or is our national security actually more threatened by incurring more debt? I would argue the latter. $31 trillion in debt is the number one threat to our national security. It's the week before Christmas, and predictively, Congress is, predict is considering yet another $1.7 trillion spending bill. We haven't had a chance to see or even read. Last night at 1.30 in the morning, the text of this 4,155-page spending spree was released. If you thought Congress couldn't possibly spend more money than it did last year, you would be wrong. The omnibus increases spending by 10% compared to last year's budget. You would think that nearly two years of 40-year high inflation would create some hesitation. You would think that a looming recession, spurred largely by exorbitant government spending, would give this Congress pause. But instead of taking a minute to consider what a responsible federal government budget looks like, we are instead placed behind the barrel of a gun, forcing us to choose between letting government expire or blindly passing a $1.7 trillion spending package that not only does not balance, but in fact spends over 10% more than last year. How does Congress spend taxpayers' money? Well, here's just a few examples of how your government currently spends money. We found that they spent last year $2.3 million injecting beagles with cocaine. It seems that they were curious, their researchers were curious, despite the pain they inflicted on these dogs, they were curious to know if cocaine causes adverse effects. Guess what? Read the newspaper. Read the news. Look at the addicts across our country. You think you need to inject beagles with cocaine to know that cocaine's a bad deal. $700,000 was spent to study how male parrots attract their mate. Really? We've got people who go hungry in our country. We've got people that are trying to get out from behind poverty, and we're spending $700,000 studying how male parrots attract a female. We spent $187,000 to study whether or not dogs help kids cope. 
Of course they do. Ask any pet owner. Any pet owner could have told you, and we would have saved the taxpayer $187,000. We spent $118,000 to study if a metal replica, a robot of Marvel Comics, evil warlord Thanos, could snap his fingers. $118,000, really. They apparently hired some dude to wear metal gloves and then try to snap his fingers. You know what? They found out that it's impossible to make a snapping sound with metal fingers. So robots of the world, be warned, it's hard to snap your fingers. While we continue to spend ourselves into oblivion, almost every single European nation is working to shrink their deficit. We routinely look to Europe and we say, look how liberal, look how big government, look how socialized, and yet most of Europe actually balances their annual budget. In 2019, 15 of 26 European countries ran budget surpluses. Another eight European countries ran deficits of less than 3% of their GDP, while here in the U.S., in that same year, our deficit exceeded 6% of GDP. Europe is a glaring example that fiscal responsibility is possible. It's not a pipe dream. In fact, if we just cut our spending to what we spent in 2019, just three years ago, we would actually have a balanced budget today. Instead, we have jumped from a deficit... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you, you mean when Donald Trump was in office? Office? Yeah. President but of the United States. In, interesting he said that about Europe, and I'm glad you stopped it there, because go ahead and, and I, I, I want to say it's the next clip. I think I put this in, in the correct order. Because uh, Mouse. you want to know how Europe is balancing their budgets this year? Well, I can tell you how they're not. They're taxing the shit out of their citizens. Oh, I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. On their electric, on their energy right now, Just there's people that can't even eat their, heat their yes. homes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's scary. People eating dog food, cat food. Sometimes a news story comes along and you just think, how is this not the top headline all over the Western world? This is easily one of the biggest developments of the year, if not the past 30 years. And it just slipped out with virtually no one grasping its true implications. Last night, the unelected totalitarian EU just announced the world's first direct carbon tax on individuals. How is everyone not freaking out over this? EU approves CO2 tax on heating and transport. A new carbon price will apply to petrol, diesel and heating fuels such as natural gas. Beginning in 2027, they're going to start adding on carbon tax whenever you pay your heating bill or fill up at the pump. The new scheme will entail higher prices at the pump, up to 10.5 cents for a litre of petrol and 12 cents for diesel, according to a study by the Potsdam Institute for Climate Research. Heating fuels like gas, heating oil and coal will see their prices increase as well. AFP confirms the agreement also aims to make households pay for emissions linked to fuel and gas heating from 2027. Okay. Okay. I got a question for you. Mm. Why are you surprised? I'm not. They're just taking our example oh. of our tax bills. If you all don't mm -hmm. believe that you already pay a carbon tax mm -hmm. in America, you're higher than a kite. Because mm -hmm. guess what? We When you what pay you your taxes, gas taxes, 
It's what a carbon tax is, yeah. folks. We think your gas taxes. I, I don't know why we're fucking surprised. <laughs> I don't know why we're saying good luck to fucking Sparky Boy. And Kiwi we're Boy, already doing it. I have here. to correct you, darling. Sparky, Sparky Boy's not been eating fancy feast. That shit's too expensive. He's been eating nine lives. <laughs> or I, Ida. Remember the old Ida dog food? No. IDA dog food? No. It's the fucking most nastiest shit in the world. Remember <laughs> my parents got it once and they like. Old yellow dog food. They like saw, saw us like put it into the dog's bowl. My dad was just like, go dump that shit out. <laughs> Tell your mother if she ever gets that shit again, I'll fucking kill her. Mm, see, that's why I make our dog's food. I, I got to tell you too, folks, you, you don't believe it. But Their teeth are so white. They are fucking ridiculously white. Yeah. Like they actually, it looks like we take them to like it a canine looks dentist. like we brush their teeth all but, the time. The, the other dog, the little rat dog, evil the fucking dog. evil bitch dog that's with us right now. Mm-hmm. She's been pawing at us since about three o'clock this afternoon. Like, hey, when's dinner? <laughs> it's dinner because time. they get such a better dinner than I yeah. ever do. Because when she's this here, is real food, and I love this. When she's here, I feed her what our dogs eat, and um, whenever one's here, like whenever a dog stays with us, they always they eat what our dogs eat. Because I'm not going to feed them crap when our dogs are eating real food. It's just wrong. And she goes nuts. She loves she it. Goes, she goes. And my aunt always has trouble getting her to eat all of her food because she has to eat a certain number of calories in order to get her insulin injection. And she, like last time she was here, I sent my aunt home with a bag of dog food and she's so tiny. She gets a quarter cup of food every day. Our dogs get like a full cup each twice a day. So, you know, they go through four cups of food a day. She goes through a quarter cup of food or half a cup of food a day. So it lasts a lot well, longer. Our dogs are but, also three times the size. But they're like her. 10 times the size of her. Anyway. But yeah, anyway. Um, what? That first or that? Um, let's do our two because before we, really we move got, on to the border. Yeah, yeah been, because I got to bring up something. Out. I, I got to I gotta bring up something really important here. Okay. Tonight is the first night. Wicked, get your ass out here. I know you're there. This will be the first night that Wiki, Wicked can enjoy this tribute with us. So for Wicked Gnarly, and only, because I guess he doesn't have to piss anymore. I guess he's clear now. He's out. Or, Excellent. So now he can enjoy the same way everybody else. You told me all about it. I was like, holy shit, I'm bringing it up. You get a special tribute tonight. So in honor of Wicked Gnarly and, of course, Justin, uh, our tribute. Lynn, I, I could send my aunt dog food to eat because it's that high quality, honestly. Where the fuck did the, the things go? The, where the, the, the... I don't know. What'd you do with it? I don't know. I thought I brought it in here. Did I leave it on the porch? Yeah. Maybe. Go get it. Hurry okay. up. Well, all right. Hold on. Hurry up. I can't pause it. Cheers, Wicked. Enjoy it. Shit, I don't care about the wig. I'll fucking smoke this shit either way. I don't care. Except when she's overpacked the fuck out of it. She does that so often, too. Oh, don't put that shit in it. Already fucking overpacked it, babe. I do that with that bowl sometimes. All right. 
Ooh, Tara's getting a great Pyrenees. Super ready to get bit. And Wix is adopting a shepherd mouth. There you go. Sorry, I can suck well. We'll see. Wicked, enjoy it. Don't worry, I got something else planned for you too, Dick. We might do two tonight. There you go. What for your dog, Wix? You got a sh you're getting a shepherd mal mix. Get prepared to get chewed on. Just get prepared. No, well, not. Uh, how old is it? How old is it? Everything in your house to get chewed on. How old is it? Depending on how old it is, you, you got to spend a lot of time with those dogs. You got to work with them. They need attention. They need constant attention, attention. Constant attention. You cannot leave or them alone. They will fucking eat everything in your house. They'll chew through doors. Those dogs are fucking nuts. But they're very trainable. They're very tameable. Um, reinforcement, positive reinforcement works like a. Uh, a motherfucker with those dogs and a lot of direction yeah you gotta you gotta be able to grab them so grab a get a harness that's a big thing a lot of people and a lot like, of trainers don't like it but get a harness because you can grab the dog and pull them keep them occupied that's all the it. time like keep them entertained and not like always like keep them working oh, he's 10 months grew up with a sheep call well it doesn't matter about that if he's 10 months old you're gonna mm. yeah you're you're gonna have he's gonna have sharp teeth for a while for a long while um, because they're, it takes a while for their adult teeth to come in, but when their adult teeth come in, holy shit, you'll know because the bite changes and they'll know not to break oh, yeah. your skin. They get very, just teach them. That's hey, the biggest Leanne, thing. Leanne, welcome back. That is the biggest thing. We just gave you a call out the other day. Holy. Talking about Joe Manchin. Fucking A. Leanne, I told you. I told you. Yep. Actually, you told us, Leanne. Yes, that Joe Manson sucks. We're aware. He sucks bulls balls. Anyway. And go figure. He got fucked too. He got fucked bigger than shit. I think it's hysterical how he got fucked so bad. So I hear that the DOJ is taking um, the Supreme Court's advice and they are, this is so funny. They're extending Title 42, but only for a couple of days. Correct. Because they said, well, we can't justify keeping it on because... There's not really a health emergency anymore. But I thought Biden extended the COVID emergency until April of 2023. So why do we still have a COVID emergency then? Exactly. If the DOJ is saying that they can't extend Title 42 because there's no health emergency, how do we extend the COVID emergency protocols till April? Great question. Uh, let's go ahead. And start what about the triple-demic that's all over the media? No, that's over. You didn't hear that ended? Oh, that's right. That, that That's, that over. that's it, over. It's over. The okay. RSV... The triple-demic that they said was coming. Yeah, no, no that's over. No, that petered out. Now I guess we're worried about monkeypox. Or not, I'm sorry, MKPox or whatever. Moneypox. 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 I guess that's what we're worried about. Moneypox, yeah, we don't care about kids. It's kind of a Okay, anyway. It's moneypox. Yeah, 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 buttpox. Buttpox is coming back. Let's make it a comeback. Holy shit, Watch really? your dogs. Dude, don't tell me that. That's scary shit right there. Buttpox? Man. Anyway, have you ever had? She's probably had butt pox. No, she's never ever been in the woods. Oh, that's right. She likes bushes. Yeah. Well, that's even worse. Mm -hmm. But she's never been in the woods, though. Mm -hmm. 
That's true. Or she to, is never to the border. She's never been anywhere outside her office. Let's mm -hmm. just put it that way. Yeah. It is not that simple. It's not just that people are walking uh, across uh, across the border. We were even able to see, as of last night, a lot of migrants just crossing. And migrants I spoke to this morning saying they haven't had any interaction with U.S. immigration authorities. They just walked right in. Wait, well, no, that's not what she just told us. She said that's not happening. But they're just walking right in. But she just said that's not happening. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Don't, no, 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 don't look here. Don't look here. That's not going on. We'll play the next one. That That's not going on, folks. That's all a lie. It's all a lie. It's all a lie. That's it. Those crazy extremist Republicans that are spreading disinformation again. A conspiracy theorist. We can't control it because now Twitter's owned by somebody who's honest. No, he's not. We, well, we know that too, but. Come on now. <laughs> He's a liar, but whatever. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Because mm -hmm. you know it's they're okay. telling you don't look here. Yeah. Don't look here. Don't no, you dare no, look no. here. This was in. Uh, but look at this. This was in Texas this morning. But wait a minute, there's nobody walking across the border. No, 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 there's nobody walking across the border. That's what we just heard. Yet this was videotaped in Texas this morning. Hmm. It was like 30 something degrees last night in the border. Yep. Really cold. Yeah, see? For down there. And they've got it was all those, really, really those cold. bins full of, those aren't garbage cans. Those, those are, are full, full of blankets clothes. and blankets clothes. Blankets and clothes that were donated. Yep. Yeah. They got food trucks out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. they're they're all yeah. sleeping on the sidewalks and the streets. But they didn't walk across the border. Nah, they were released from a detention facility, right? Hey, look, they're sleeping in Chewy boxes. Wonder if Chewy likes that promotion. I hear uh, I hear cardboard keeps the wind out. I heard if you stuff paper into your clothes, it's like insulation. Mm-hmm. Newspaper especially. Yeah. They, too bad they don't make newspapers anymore. Really is real newspaper. Yep. Make that fucking other fucking weird mm. shit. Don't worry. Pastel's back at it again. Fucking this dumb slut. So I'll first say, and you've heard me say this many times, and the president as well, uh, we've been very clear from the beginning that what we saw on January 6th was the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. And uh, the president has been very clear. Our democracy continues and remains under threat, and we all have a, have a part to protect it. Uh, the committee has been doing important bipartisan work to get to the truth of what happened on that very day. So... What? What did you just say? The committee has been doing important bipartisan work to get to the truth of that day. No, you dumb fucking. This is the worst, the worst assault on American democracy the since worst when? Since the Civil War. You are the dumbest <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> I, why, look, folks, listen to me. The reason I lose my ever living mind like this, especially at somebody as dumb as she is, this is the reason. 
Just so you understand me. So you understand where my frustration, my anger is coming from, right? Listen to me. Mr. Hall, for instance, you're in here in the in, in the Twitch chat. Dear Ken Darling, you're the wrong sex to take mob head out on a Project Veritas Tinder. Date. Liana, you're my example on the pill chat. So real quick, let me get an answer from both of you on this one very simple question, okay? If you had a job and they handed you a card and on that card, everything on that card was a complete and utter fucking lie. Would you go stand in front of the microphone and say what's on that card? If that's your only job, it's your only job. I'd laugh my way through it. No, hear me. Stop. Seriously. It's your only job. Let me make sure you understand the ramifications of your job before you answer. The ramifications of your job are this. It's your only job. Okay. Your job is to deal with those people with a camera and a microphone. That's your job. See, I, I think there's either one of two possibilities with Mophead. I, 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 stop, stop, stop. Either Listen, she's stay, the dumbest stand by, person alive stand by. or she deserves Just, an Academy Award. Time out. I want to hear what Mr. Hall and Liana have to say first. Mm, she's the wrong color for an Academy okay. Award. Sorry. Got your answer, Mr. Hall. I am tracking your answer. I'm going to hold it right here. Boom. It's marked. I'm waiting for Liana to reply. Oh, shut the fuck up, bitch. Oh, well, no, she, that was something else. Okay. Uh -huh. Waiting. She can't wait to see her eyes pop out of her head. I mean, that's a pretty good response there too. That's, that's, I mean, it kind of narrows it down. I think I know which way she's going to swing on this So is one. she the dumbest person alive or does she deserve an Academy Award? I'm waiting. Just wait for Liana. Hold on. Time Liana, out. you're being paged. Liana, report to aisle two. Aisle two. Clean Liana. up on aisle two. Liana. Clean up on aisle two, Liana. I don't know if your listeners would be really happy that you're tuning in to us, yet you're broadcasting on your side. I, I would hold, I hold up my middle, middle finger. finger and tell everyone this is what your government thinks of you. Have a nice day and tell the truth. Okay. So Mr. Hall said pretty much the same thing. Fuck no. I'd expose shit and piss motherfuckers off while I told hold, hold my, my AR, AR and my 1911. Okay. So really quick, both great answers. So that being said, the reason I get so worked up and wrapped around the axle, she has a fucking choice before she stands in front of that podium. Just like the rest of you do. Just like every single one of you motherfuckers do before you stand in front of God, you have a choice. You have a choice to say what's printed in front of you or what you know to be true to yourself. And I'll tell you right now, if you think God knows what's printed in front of you and what you know to be true of yourself, tell you what, he knows the other one before he knows the first one. Okay. Okay. That's my belief. This bitch knows before she walks out there, what she's about to do is lie to the American people repeatedly to the point now we have video evidence. Oh, yeah, I get that one. Yeah, because that's up next. Video evidence that you said, no, this wasn't going on. Mm, okay, play the next one because that's the video evidence. We bring the receipts. I... Uh... <laughs> 
I try, I try to be calm about it, but I, I can't be. No, there's no common use. This is her. ridiculous. I know. This he's, is our country. He's so worked up. I might get some tonight. Okay, that guy right there with the brown backpack on, mm -hmm. that's Fed. Mm -hmm. You want to know how I know? Watch this. Hold on, let me rewind this for you. I'm going to show you something. There's only one group of people, and if you guys... You guys out there have had involvement with law enforcement. You are going to know what I'm about to show you. All right. Because you're going to see it. You're going to go, holy fuck. That's a fit. Okay. There's only two groups of people out there that know how to do this. And I'm going to prove it. Okay. Going back to right here. He... Okay, he breaks the window, okay? Look where he's standing. When he broke that window, he was swinging with his right arm, hitting the lower corner of that window. There's only one group of people that do that, and they're all first responders. They're cops and firefighters. How do I know this guy's a fucking cop? Look at the way he's dressed. He is not dressed like He's anybody else out there. No, we were there. He is not MAGA. I can tell you that right now. That is a Fed. That screams Fed right there. 100%. And then watch him push the guy. Watch him fucking push. The, watch this. He pulls the window out. Only a cop would know that that glass is going to break that way. And this guy's trying to stop people from it. And then he pushes him off. Look at him. And then he, he puts his arm up. Like, look, dude, I'm going to beat your ass. It's only cops do that shit. Get ordered to. That was a cop. And leave that the was. And now let's go to the right. next. I'm hundred percent. I want to keep moving forward. The more and more three twelve, this happened. I liked how you've got everything up there. Letting us know the time frame here from three Oh two. Now we're up to three twelve. Uh, that's you. I would assume you're looking at the broken window, showing the pieces and whatnot up close this is after the cops were ordered to leave that's correct but you and couldn't hear who radioed in what they said they just all of a sudden walked off no i actually did hear it you can hear their radio traffic in the in the video uh i didn't record the the broadcast because but that's what caused me to turn my camera on they were ordered to leave that position and they were under no threat whatsoever, which is in direct contradiction to the an indictment of Hunter Imke. Yeah, and, and we're seeing the guy right now again in the glasses with the red hair, who you said was in all black earlier. And and, right. then, and then somebody's pushing him back and giving him hell. And, uh, and now he finally, FBI agent. Yeah, and he finally walks off. Insane. That's the undercover, the undercover, agent. Yep. undercover FBI agent. Said, I have not it. seen this video. Yep. I have never seen this video before, but I can tell you right now that is a Fed. He is a fucking Fed.
And just 10 minutes later, the next clip, I believe, 10 minutes later, 30 feet away, there's the crowd is trying to go into the Capitol building. And on the left of me is, is a man pushing me inside, yelling, hold the line, hold the line. Okay. I get gassed. I get the pepper spray in my face. I turn around and my camera catches this guy. He's just leaning up against the, the doorpost like he's supposed to be there. Same dude. Mm -hmm. Same fucking guy. Mm. Wow. More and more is coming out. More and more. We're finding more and more out. This is going to be... Folks. Okay. So I got something else on this here. So. Well, I've also got to get to this story. Hold on, hold on. This I told is, Sparky this is, Boy I that gotcha. I was going to get to this. We have plenty of time, babe. We've been cruising through. It's only 730. Oh, shit. It is. Yeah. Holy fuck. We yeah. Really yeah. All right. Oh, this is amazing. This is from Just the News. House GOP locates emails and texts showing Pelosi office directly involved in failed January 6th security. The internal communications were made public Wednesday in a report compiled by House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy and reps Rodney Davis, Jim Banks, Troy Nels, Jim Jordan, and Kelly Armstrong that encompasses the results of months of investigation they did of evidence that had been ignored by the Democrat-led January 6th committee. The report concludes the Capitol was left vulnerable on January 6th as a result of failures by the Democratic leadership in the House and law enforcement leaders in the Capitol Police who allowed concerns about the optics of having armed officers and National Guardsmen visible to the public to override the needs for enhanced security. Did I not say that like uh, two years ago? They didn't call out security because of the optics? Yeah. Yeah. We both said that leadership and law enforcement failures within the U.S. Capitol left the complex vulnerable on January 6, 2021. The Democrat led investigation in the House of Representatives, however, has disregarded those institutional failings that exposed the Capitol to violence that day. It concluded the it, actual fault left was left at the Capitol Police. If mm -hmm. I remember the report properly, they let the fault fall on the Capitol Police. It also corroborated prior reporting by Justin News that Capitol Police began receiving specific warnings in mid-December that there could be significant violence plans against the Capitol and lawmakers by protesters attending the certification of the 2020 election results. I, I love their mid-December approach mm -hmm. because the actual first report they received was December 2nd. Our report exposes the partisanship, incompetence, and indifference that led to the disaster on January 6th. And it, the leading role Speaker Pelosi and her office played in the security failure at the Capitol. Unlike the sham January 6th committee, House Republicans produced a useful report that will keep the keep out Capitol and USCP officers safe with no subpoena power and no budget. There's a buddy of mine that said that uh, Jim Jordan's office got a hold of that video that Nancy Pelosi's daughter did mm -hmm. of the January 6th thing. Oh, Yeah. There is um, some background on in a phone call that she's involved in that the camera didn't cut out a little late. Oh, yeah. In which it's very muffled and uh, they're cleaning it up. They're mm -hmm. doing their best. They got some of the best sound guys working on it right now. Dudes from, believe it or not, which blew me away. I had no idea, like the sound union in LA is like oh. gig gigantically Republican. 
mm-hmm. hugely Republican. They're like the biggest Republicans on any set. They're the ass clowns that bring Trump flags with them. Excellent. I was like, I had no idea. I did not even know that. I did not know that about LA. God bless you guys. Mm-hmm. If you guys listen to us, uh, peace be upon you because I had no idea. Anyway, the LA sound guys are cutting up the audio so you can hear the phone call better. What but it okay? says, no, let him in. She says, no, let him in. In a phone call. And then all of a sudden the camera gets pushed down and it cuts out. And it's that little bit of audio while the camera's going down. You can make out her voice saying, let him in. Mm. Which corroborates everything in that report Mm -hmm. right there. Yeah. A hundred percent. And says that Nancy Pelosi was behind this the whole time. A thousand percent. Which Which we've been saying from day one. Not a surprise to any one of you. Because you all believe us because we've been saying that since day one. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. I'm I'm a really big retard and I hate being right all the time, but we've been right so much this year, we should have gotten a gold star by now. Um me, I, I don't want to go to Hollywood. Babe, getting I a just gold want a gold star, star in my means paper. Like one of our kids gets killed in battle, so let's not do that, okay? No, that's in the window. I just want a gold star at the corner of my paper. Okay. That's it. You remember when you were a kid and like you got well, an A and the are, teacher gave you they, a gold star? Are they giving out gold stars to the vaccinated or the unvaccinated? <laughs> Great point. Probably the unvaccinated. I but should be the vaccinated. It should be. I'm just saying. It's the other way around this time, guys. Oh, oh I'm sorry that came out. Ah. Uh, Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we're all out of banana stickers. So, Damn it, Captain Super Eights. No, we have banana stickers. Oh, we're all out have... of gold stars. We have oh. banana stickers. I'll take a banana sticker <laughs> if it smells good. If it's like one of those stinky ones, you know, but, from like back this, in the, the late eighties. Stickers like yeah. the, the sniff and sniff. scratch and yeah. sniff. There you go, scratch and sniff stickers. That was a shit back in the anyway, day. Yeah. There was a reason I asked if the 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 jabbed or the unjabbed. But no, um, this. All right. You know how I say that. I believe that the jab disconnects people from God and that's why people are fucking crazy. And there was actually a, um, a study that, that came out that asked if, um, that supposed that the jab is making people more docile. And I think maybe some people it's making more docile, but other people it's making significantly more aggressive because they've lost that connection to God that they didn't know they had what was keeping them. What was keeping them docile before. Okay. So like, for instance, Things that have always kept me in check is God. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm always worried about my day of judgment. Mm -hmm. And I've always been worried about that because of what I've already done. Yeah. But one of the big things I can tell you right now is I know I still have that connection and I know I still talk to him. So I know I'm good. Granted, it's one way communication again, but it's just like Twitter. It's no different. It's one way communication with everybody there. Well, anyway, except for you fuckers, because you guys always like my shit. People have seriously lost their way. And this lady is no exception. And this is she go full Karen. There's two videos. Does she go full Karen? Um, you'll see two perspectives. No, no. Karen's a, a basic white bitch. Oh, she went full Shaniqua. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking horrible. <laughs> It's true. We're going to watch. We're just going to watch. Two perspectives. So watch this one first. This is in Miami airport, by the way. 
Now, stand by, because I'm sorry. I've been there before. I've been to that point where you're in an airport and you're just fucking done. Done. Well, play the next one. I I, I I mean, tell me, tell me something, folks. I think I put both of them up. Have you not been there before? Have you not been there? That's fucking done. I'm sorry. You more than anybody. I have been there. Oh, I've, I've definitely been there. You were with the kids and you flew once by yourself. And you said, if I ever say I'm going to do that again, shoot me. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Will do. But I, I'm sorry. That doesn't seem like somebody who's like coked out of her mind. No, no, I didn't say she's coked. I just said she, she's, she's crazy. Somebody's just finally fucking gotten she's to fucking the point. She's past she the point done. of like, look, wow. no, 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 you can't push this anymore. I, I'm done. If, if um, if she was, if she was one of the many homeless in Miami, then she now has a a new home, a new a new place to stay. Yeah, <laughs> because she's not getting out of jail for a hot no, minute, not on federal no, charges, because no. that's she got arrested on federal property, right? Yeah, there, folks. yeah, she got arrested. That's why you don't want to get arrested in an airport. Yeah. Getting arrested in an airport's a bad thing. I'll tell you a funny story about Justin's dad after this. Oh, good. If it comes up. There, there you is. go. All right. This is this is the, the other Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh my children I, i've been find my children find my children I, i've been to that point before dealing with those desk agents you know you all have been too folks we went through the airport i was wearing a straw fucking hat 
a straw hat I bought in Oklahoma. Yeah. And we call it the trigger me Elmo hat. I literally walked up to the gate and we ran from our last gate because every, was like, we were told that everybody was shut down due to the lightning. And we ran from our last gate. We got the last like little fucking jet train. We made it to the gate just as the gates were. They hadn't even closed the outer door yet. There were still I people watched them on, walking down the scanning the last two people in. I was like, sweet, we made it. And I went to go put my ticket up. And the lady goes, oh, oh, oh. nope. Oh, no, 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 not you. Well, excuse, excuse oh, yeah, me. Fucking fit. It was rough. Not who? Not. You didn't just say not me. You don't have because, your mask pulled up because we just run through the airport. You don't have your mask pulled up over your face. So you can't get on the plane. That's what they said then. I, I, I was like, and I had the straw hat on my head. Yeah. I wore it the next show because I was so furious. Yeah. We went and filed the biggest complaint with Delta. I wanted care. a million sky miles. They don't give a fuck. You know what they gave me? Nothing. Sorry. Nothing. Don't give a fuck. Didn't get a sky mile. Nope. Didn't get shit. Nope. I said I want a million sky miles. That's it. No, they got nothing. Nope. I didn't even want money. Nope. Anyway. I said I was racially harassed because I'm Latino. He is Mexican, actually. I fucking sure am. And I was wearing a hat of my ancestors. I mean. And I was racially discriminated against. Your ancestors are not cowboys from Oklahoma, but okay. You weren't wearing they a could have been. You weren't they were wearing Latinos. a sombrero, babe. Okay, I'm just saying. All right, what's the story about Justin's dad getting arrested in an airport? Yeah, fucking a. So, so we we were out there in Oregon, and yeah. After everything that had taken place, and Justin's uh, stepmom was there, and she worked for the airline. So when all that came up, we were sitting there. I still had the piece in the same place because. Oh, that you mean you flying your gun across the country and not knowing it? My Jason, gun across the country and not knowing it? Jason wasn't there yet. Yeah. So I hadn't given it to Jason. I hadn't seen Jason yet. So we're sitting there and uh, Justin's dad comes up to me. He goes, so how was your guy's night? I was like, oh, yeah, it was good. It was real good. Uh, had a little bit of a scare. I'm telling the story. Justin's dad like looks at me and goes, yeah. Mm -hmm. So he goes, what happened? So I was just like, yeah, so I'm, and I'm standing at the side of my, uh, side of our rental car and, uh, I'm sitting there at the side of the rental car and Justin's dad, he's a, he's a big dude. He's, he's yes. a, Justin got I, his I'm height. five foot eight. Yeah. Justin and his dad were six foot two easy. And I was like, damn, Justin was taller than that, but okay. And we're standing there and his dad goes, uh, he goes, so what happened? Because he was worried. He was legitimately worried. Yeah. And I was just like, dude. I was like, I, we were unpacking our stuff last night, me and James. We we're going through our camera equipment. I pulled out my GoPro and I opened the bag and this is what was in the bottom. And I opened the bag and I showed him. And he goes, you're fucking kidding oh, me. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, no. He's like, hold on. I got to get my wife over here. I was like, no, 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 no. No, 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 I'm, no, I'm not trying to get no, anybody no, in no. any trouble. He goes, no, no, no. Because we got to figure out a way to get it back. I was like, don't. We've already got it figured out. It's already done. It's good. Already got it figured out. He's like, holy shit, you're fast. I was like, look, babe, 
when you guys make guns as I do, you come up with plans yeah, you, quick. You figure shit out. Because I had her putting all my FFL paperwork into an envelope and bringing it with her so I could go to another FFL. Me and him could do some uh, hoggy stuff behind the door. That, was, say, that was right before the hurricane decided to descend on where yo, I was bro, going out of. send so. it to me. And we already had a plan worked out for this. We're going to have Jason take it back to Vegas for us. It was going to work out perfectly. Either way, didn't have to worry about that. Because I drove. Because she drove, so we got to drive it back. Not a big deal. But it was really funny. She, he still called her over. Mm-hmm. And he goes, look at this. And she goes, what is it? And I opened the bag. I was very sheepish about it because I was like, fuck. So mm-hmm. I opened the bag. She saw it. She goes, oh, shit. And I was like, yeah, that flew from with me <laughs> from Savannah. Or from Orlando. Orlando. And she goes, you're kidding me. I was like, no. She goes, how you getting it back? I was like, you don't want to know because if I got to stick it there, it's going to be really ugly because that's an exit only area. You know what I'm saying? And part of that gun ain't going to fit. And she goes, that's fucking hysterical. She goes, nah, we got another way. I I got a way to get it back. I was like, nope, I already got it figured out. She goes, I was like, look, lady, I dealing guns. I can... I got the paperwork coming to me. My wife knows where the envelope is. I already told her where to grab it. She's going to bring it with her. It's got all my documents in it that I need to transport a gun over yeah. state lines. I'm good. And she's like, all right. She's like, well, I, I want to make sure. She's like, she like comp my bag, I think, mm-hmm. because they like charged me for my bag and they weren't supposed to or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, she comped my bag both directions, which is badass. Um, either way, it was just fucking hysterical though to see these people's faces but then his dad goes into well there was this time i was flying back across the country and i had absolutely no (laughs) idea i did this but he had flown to a location gotten off the plane everything was fine he had no idea that the gun was in the bag this was justin's dad he's like make you feel any better people do this all the time it's not the first time and he said i was going back to get on the plane and when I went to get back on the plane, because he was in Washington State, uh, they scanned his bag as he was going through. This time, whoever was scanning the bag saw it, pulled it out of the bag. And they arrested him. They arrested him in the airport. Mm-hmm. Sheriff came in and he goes, dude, swear to God, I got a license. He showed him all his paperwork and everything else. He's like, I had no idea. I already flew here. I'm flying back. I had no idea it was in the bag. I never even went in that part of the bag the whole time I was here. And you do that. If you do a lot of travel, you know, you know what it's like. There's times that you don't go into that part of the bag. You know, it's not that cold or it's not that whatever. Um, He had no idea it was in there. And um, the sheriff was like, all right, well, he's like, you know, I got to arrest you. He's like, it's got to be something we can do. They finally worked out a thing. And he's like, the worst thing that's going to happen to you right now. He's like, you're going to be really pissed off, but you ain't making your flight. And he's like, fuck. And it was one of his anniversaries. And uh, he's like, fuck. He's like, the worst thing is I got to rest you tonight. And they came to an arrangement. And uh, it was really funny because what his dad had to do was fly home with the bottom part of the gun and drive back and pick up the top part of the gun. (laughs) That's worth it. And I was like. That's worth it. I was like, yeah, I don't see how your story even comes close to what the fuck I just no. did. I'm an idiot. But yeah, you are an idiot. Anyway. All right. So uh, actually play the big one right there. 
Yeah, we were talking last night about uh, Run Death is Near. Rem Death is Near. No, Run Death is Near, which is Rem Desivere. Okay. Okay. Hmm. And this is? Watch this. Hey everyone, it's Nicole Saratek with American Frontline Nurses. And I just want to give you another heads up that we are getting reports from uh, patients across the country that when they go into the hospital, they decline remdesivir, but um, the staff is saying it's not remdesivir, it's Vecleri. Well, Vecleri is the brand name for remdesivir. So just remember that each drug has two names, a brand name and a generic name. So the generic name is Remdesivir and the brand name is Vecleri. Well, good, good information. Good so next time you go in the hospital, you don't, don't want- Don't go in the hospital. You just don't, don't go in the just hospital. Just don't go to a death factory. They're fucking death factories. Don't go in the hospital. Does it make sense? Don't if you keep yourself healthy, eat well, you do all the right shit. I mean, unless you have like serious trauma, you know, like our kid keeps seeming to get cut. I, I've been, I just- he almost cut his no, toe the off next yesterday. Time we're just going to doctor that shit. I'm going to suture. Exactly. The year was a rough one. No, I could have done that. That would have been fine. Anyway, but more and more information is coming out now. So now uh, the FDA is finally admitting that the Pfizer jab causes blood clots. Hey, did you? We've only been calling it the clot shot for two fucking years. Hey, did you all see my Christmas card? Merry Christmas from Pfizer. And it's the dude from Men in Black. I mean, it could be Fetterman. <laughs> he does look like Fetterman, doesn't he? <laughs> Holy shit. He totally does. I just caught up. That is so, oh my God. <laughs> from now on, you guys got to start using Fetterman, <laughs> the guy from Men in Black, the original yeah, the, Men in the, Black. The retarded guy with the, the skin. The suit, the skin off. suit. Yeah. Um, and the bug, that use that as Fetterman from now on, because that is Fetterman. Holy shit. Wix, next time your husband gets bit by a snake, just have him drink his own urine. Seriously, your body makes antibodies to snake venom. That's what they do in the jungle. Yeah, that drink is your true. Own urine and, and and That works for hemotoxins, not neurotoxins, though. I mean, whatever. It's better than go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, but neurotoxins, you got to get some weird drugs for those. Okay. Because you got to flush that out. Or it'll All kill right. You. But it doesn't matter because Pfizer, Merry Christmas from Pfizer. The FDA is finally admitting that the Pfizer COVID vaccine is linked to blood clots in the lungs. FDA researchers analyzed data from 17 million adults and say there is a link between the Pfizer jab and blood clots with older patients. Researchers said they are also looking into lack of oxygen to the heart, a blood platelet disorder called immune thrombocytopenia, and another type of clotting called intravascular coagulation. Now, despite all this, the FDA refuses to stop the shots. The FDA said it was not taking any action because the results do not prove the vaccines cause any of these serious health problems. Now, this is the same FDA that pulled the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine off the market because- Oh yeah, don't worry about it, it's okay. Oh yeah. It's okay, don't don't stop. No, fuck it, no, no. I know, it's all coming out. This is, we already knew this. Mm -hmm. We've been telling you this for years, folks. Yep, exactly. Vindication, this is sweeter than vindication. How does does Emma Robinson not know how to pronounce thrombocytopenia by now? She's obviously not been keeping up. She stumbled over that one. Come on, Emerald. Thrombocytopenia. Say it with me. Thrombocytopenia. I am not holding anything against Emma Robinson. What I'm I'm saying is... She's actually been doing real work. Folks, 
You've known about this. I'm not going to bore you with shit we've talked about. $100,000 to get him to drink his own piss. Look at that. You could have paid me half of that for the same advice. Because <laughs> <laughs> your body does produce. That's except where it goes. Except I don't take insurance. The, your antibodies go to your urine. Your urine is sterile. It actually, um, and I know, Lindsay, you would die before you drink your own piss. I get it. And most people here say that. However, in almost every other country um, in not the Western world, uh, urine therapy is a, a big thing. That's why they- <laughs> They have stores where you go get your urine cleaned they, and then you, you drink you don't it even, again. You don't need to clean it. It comes out sterile. Um, it literally does. Like the, the first I bit, know what they do is they take but, it behind a wall in a cup. They slide the cup around along uh, a roller and then they push it back out the other side and say, up, oh, it's clean. And, uh, um, if you, but it's still warm, yeah, that's part of the problem. The, the first, like the first urine in the, in your morning, in the morning, your first morning urine contains all of your original genetic material. So you can actually, um, retrain your body to get rid of any, toxins or uh, genetic um, manipulations that have been made by drinking your own urine. So, so yes, how, it grows your hair. Uh, it will so make you look younger. So how long have I been drinking my own piss, babe? Just wondering, where have you put it? Where'd you hide it? <laughs> See? I knew it. I knew it. Um, a lot of people actually... Uh, I was wondering why you were hooking that hose up to me. Mix it with like, what? Apple, apple cider vinegar. <laughs> so... Uh, you're disgusting, Tweety. Oh, hey, I mean, which one? God's what the one that I, came up with. Yeah, play that. Play that one. That one's good. I don't know where I'm going. Yep, this is crazy. So this is over in Australia. This is starting to come out now too, or maybe in the UK. I know. I think this is in the UK. Yeah, it looks UK. Well, a former top doctor is calling for more research into COVID jabs after experiencing a vaccine injury. A former member for Wentworth, Dr. Karen Phelps, suffered irregular blood pressure and breathlessness following her second jab. I'm pleased to say she joins us live. Uh, Dr. Phelps, good morning. You and your good wife Australia. both suffered vaccine injuries. Can you take us through what happened? Yes. Good morning, Charles. Hello, Christine. Well, in Jackie's case, we obviously did a lot of homework about uh, the vaccines and uh, went along to have the vaccines done uh, because we believed that on the balance of risks and benefits that that was the, the best thing to do. And within minutes of having the vaccine, she had a quite severe reaction with uh, uh, numbness of her hands and feet, tingling all over her body, uh, her head feeling like it was going to explode, uh, pain, and uh, and then over the weeks and months following that, uh, the condition continued and uh, she'd seen a number of specialists and, and the conclusion was that she had had. Folks, real quick, just because I, I used to work in the medical field, everything she just said right there, if I was her administering medic, I would have said that you are having an anaphylactic reaction to a drug you took. That would have been my answer if they called an ambulance and I showed up. Swear to God. Swear to fucking God. I would have said you are having an anaphylactic reaction to a drug you took. If I was the first one on scene, that would have been my initial prognosis and diagnosis. And we would have rolled from there treating that for a reaction to a unknown substance 
administered to the human body because everything she just explained there about what her wife experienced after her jab is what I would consider in my mind an anaphylactic reaction to a bloodborne something put in a pathogen put into the blood. You realize you know, the very beginning of that clip when they said, uh, Oh, we have this doctor on that. She experienced an adverse reaction. She had some breathlessness and, and an irregular heartbeat. Right. And then I just heard all the rest of it. Exactly. Because, but if, if you only heard that first clip, Oh, Oh, well, it's just breathlessness. Okay. So she, so she was out of breath for a couple of days, not a big deal. And then you dig into what her wife experienced and you're like, Holy shit balls. Yeah. Yeah. So no, 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 no. That sounds like an anaphylactic reaction. Yeah. Just saying. Yep. My Keep going, professional that's opinion. actually what they said. Uh, an, an injury related to the vaccine. And so that was in her case. Uh, I went back and had the second vaccine, um, f- thinking that, you know, it's a, a rare reaction. And again, on the balance of risks and benefits. And, and in my case, I developed a reaction where my blood pressure, my pulse rate and my temperature was, uh, was going up and down all over the place and uh, with some quite distressing symptoms and, and persisting for, for quite some time and over a period of many months. And, uh, and I was diagnosed with a vaccine-related dysautonomia. So, you know, over the process of the last, you know, year and a half or so, I've also spoken to a number of colleagues who've had vaccine uh, adverse events themselves, uh, patients who've had vaccine adverse okay. events, and, uh, and so when I was putting in uh, the submission to the long COVID and reinfection inquiry for the Australian Parliament just in the last month or so, I included uh, the group of people who have suffered adverse events from vaccination as a group that needs to have special consideration when it comes to prevention of long COVID. These are serious side effects. Why did the medical regulator, APRA, warn doctors then, as you claim, not to speak out about these vaccine side effects? We'd have to ask APRA themselves about their motivation, but certainly quite a number of doctors that I've spoken to have felt impeded in speaking out about uh, their concerns about vaccine adverse events because of the statement made by APRA, that uh, that doctors shouldn't say anything that was uh, going to impede the government's vaccine rollout. And they took that to mean uh, not to publicly raise their concerns. Now, I think it's important to say that when we're talking about a massive pandemic with a high rate of deaths and hospitalisation, that there has to always be, with any immunisation program, a balance of risks and benefits of you know, what we are trying to achieve in terms of reducing deaths and hospitalizations balanced against the fact that with any medication, any vaccine, there are going to be some people who have adverse events. But I think... And yet now we know that it didn't reduce deaths or hospitalizations. In fact, you are now, they've now come out with a study, more studies that show that you are more at risk of getting COVID and being hospitalized, the more jabs you get. First of all, if you didn't hear it, that is someone who has some vaccine regret, some serious vaccine regret saying like, why did I do that twice? Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yep. Okay. You can hear it in her voice. Mm-hmm. I volunteered. I walked up there. I did it. And the second time was worse. After her wife was like seriously injured and she was like, oh, well, it, it was a rare thing. It won't happen to me. And then it did. So great. This is 
Finally. So, yeah. More, more doctors coming out. More doctors. So real quick, you were talking, Sparky Boy, you brought up the whole abortion thing. And I, I find this funny that you brought it up because you were talking about it over there and you brought up J.K. Rowling, which made me even f- laugh harder because I got another one for you. Put a little seed in people's mind. Hollywood ramps up its pro-abortion propaganda to an unprecedented level. Okay? Watch it, folks. Watch in your Disney movies. Watch female characters normalized for getting abortions. Mm -hmm. Watch this. It's coming. Hollywood appears to be averse to letting Americans make their own minds up about abortion without guidance. A recent report at the University of California, San Francisco, revealed that production of pro-abortion propaganda and the narrative for TV programming has hit an all-time high. But activists lament there's still not enough being done. There's still not enough black abortions being depicted. You're right, Captain Supraise. Hollywood needs their fetal stem cells to maintain their glowing complexions. For the past several years, advancing new standards of reproductive health at the University of California, San Francisco's Bixby Center for Global Reproductive Health has issued an annual report for its listing of all American film and television depictions of abortion uh, procurement or decisions. Extra to these reports penned to abortion activist uh, Stephen Harold Anish and Ansher uh, A-N-S-H-R-H maintains a database. I-R-H. Answer. Yeah. Answer maintains a database. Answer is an activist outfit purportedly conducts uh, rigorous, innovative social science search on complex, controversial issues related to reproduction and makes no secret of its support for abortion. According to the University Women's Health Resource Center, Arnish answer or answer envisions a world where all people have the resources support and freedom to do and achieve reproductive well-being meaning everyone can kill their babies exactly uh in this report it keeps going on and on and on it's basically really disgusting but basically you're going to see a lot more coming out in hollywood with pro-abortion stances and i can guarantee you disney's going to be el numero uno why because you ladies never forget your disney movies well you never do yeah this guy says it this guy's awesome play this guy this guy's. i'm gonna bring him up in one second real quick i gotta get this out here this is really important i'm not gonna read this to you all the most important data set of the pandemic was just released this is really real. Look at you getting into the substack. Um, a mid, a midwestern doctor.substack.com. I beg of you to please go read this substack. It's a 22 minute read, but it's worth every second of it. It pretty much is the biggest W she's ever had. You, this doctor goes into the five-month death spiral window, as she's come to call it. From the time you get your first booster to the first time you end up on an emergency room table is five months. I'm asking you again, 
This is really important. And the only reason I'm doing it this way is because I read another Substack about Substacks, and the, I didn't realize this. The Forgotten Side of Medicine? That's his Substack? The a Midwestern Doctor. Substack.com. Yeah, uh, so the name of his Substack is The Forgotten Side of Medicine. Like the name of our Substack is Patriot Party Pod Review, but it's PatriotPartyPod.substack.com. So, okay. Okay. So, that's so, the I'm going to subscribe it. to this right now. Okay. Uh, very, this is a very insightful article and it was well-written and the gentleman took a lot of time and I don't want to take it away from him. So I'm begging you, please go subscribe and listen to what this man has to say. There's a lot of shit in this article that is absolutely fucking mind-blowing. It will make your, what they found in Germany is disgusting. And the fact that we were aware of it tells me that there has to be, we have to have Nuremberg 2.0. We have to. There's no way that these doctors, these quote unquote scientists and specialists could have gotten away with this without already knowing the side effects of the drugs they were giving us. It's fucking disgusting. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, this is a great fucking substack. I, I like what he writes. Good shit. All right, then. Check it out. So this guy. Yep. I'm just giving it a plug. I I get nothing for this. I, I just understand now better how the Substack world works. Just go check it out, yep. please. It's like like shares and subscribes on our side. And I would expect him to do the same for me if I were if he were promoting my shit, which he's not, but I'm promoting his because wow. It's all good. You're gonna like it. We're going to win this because we have no choice but to win this. And when we realize the strength and power inside every single one of us, we realize that freedom isn't given and freedom isn't taken away. We are freedom. And we don't ask the government not to bring in vaccine passports. We tell them we're not having it. But we don't ask them not to lock us down again. We say we're not locking down. And if they insist, we resist. But now those gun sites have moved to our children. And standing up is no longer a choice. There's no walking away now. In September, they come for our kids. And after that, they'll come for the little ones. And we need to stand up and we need to be strong because that is our job as parents. Whether your child was conceived on your wedding night with your high school sweetheart or whether your child was conceived in a pub car park it makes no odds. Your responsibilities from that second are exactly the same. That child is your reason for being and you will defend them to your last breath. Everything else is just detail. We must build a wall around our kids and we must be impenetrable. We must be the wall that they shall not pass. I will die before I comply with tyranny. And one day it may even come to that. And I will gladly meet my maker and I will look them in the eye as a free man. Wow. That's the people of England. That's England, folks. That's mm -hmm. London. That sounds like Americans from 1776. Mm -hmm. Just going to throw that out there. It sounds like Americans from 1776. I hate to call the guy a hypocrite. Sir, you've lived under tyranny for a long time now where we haven't. 
Uh, yes, we have. We just didn't know it. And he didn't either. Yeah, he did. Well, he is a king and queen. There's tyranny there. I'm sorry. We have a president. There's tyranny there. Not really. Our, our, their king and queen is, a, is supposedly a figurehead, and their parliament that's representative of the people supposedly rules them. They had the same veil of freedom that we had, just with different names for the organizations yeah, that were hiding their tyranny. They called it a constitutional tyranny. monarchy yeah, over exactly. A, I got you, but no, that's all been bullshit from the day one. They As knew that. has ours, and we didn't know that either. But, they, but theirs they, they knew was bullshit because how? theirs Why? all— because at any time, the royal family had a right to grab the reins of England and take it back under their control. Mm -hmm. And at, at any, any time, time, the president had the right to pick Magna up. Carter. And at that's any time, not... the president has the right to pick up his pen and rule by executive order. We found that out. No, no, that was not the way that was supposed to work. But that's was not put in by the founders either. Well, there it is, though. It's weird. Weird. Isn't it? Weird. Odd. Anyway. Sorry, that's England, folks, though. Yeah. It's scary. They sound okay. like Americans, 1776. They sound like parents. They sound like people concerned about their people. Yeah. That's what they sound like. They sound like people, they sound like us. Yeah. Fed up. Done. sound like everybody around the world. Mm -hmm. It sounds like, it sounds like everybody's waiting for America. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it it though? sounds like, it looks like. Everybody's waiting to see what America does. Yep. If the people rise up here, I bet we set off a rebellion worldwide. Mm. Yeah, you're right, Lindsay. Sounds like humans. They protest in every country across the world except for here. All the time, constantly. They about, are constantly protesting. About this. About, about everything that's going on. Kids yep. about the jab, about what they're trying to do to kids. Yep. The sexualization. We don't protest about that here. Why not? Nope. Why aren't we protesting? Mm -hmm. About Why the jabs, about stolen elections. They protest here. What's. Why aren't we in DC? I don't get it. Because the last, oh, the last the, time I was there, the last we time almost got we went there. Exactly. No, don't forget him. What's that one? Yo. Um, yeah, go play that. Yeah, play that one. Which one? This that one? one. Yep. This is this is from um this is this is from our overlords, our tyrannical overlords, because you know, we couldn't just leave you with that hopeful message there. We have to leave you with one from um them as well. The, these fucktards too. Has to be one on the other side. Exactly. We we gotta show both sides of the argument. Exactly. We gotta tell you why it's bad. Here you go. Dr. Peter Hotez. We have to recognize that anti-vaccine activism, which I actually call anti-science aggression, has now become a major killing force globally. During the COVID pandemic in the United States, 200,000 Americans needlessly lost their lives because they refused a COVID vaccine, even after vaccines became widely available. And now the anti-vaccine activism is expanding across the world, even into low and middle income countries. It's a killing force. Anti-science now kills more people than things like gun violence, global terrorism, nuclear proliferation, or cyber attacks. And now it's become a political movement. In the U.S., it's linked to far extremism on the far right. Same in Germany. So this is a new face of anti-science aggression. And so we need political solutions to address this. Brought to you by the WHO. Get your jabs. Or, or better yet, maybe just people solutions to this. Mm -hmm. The people's amendments. Or better yet, 
Nuremberg 2.0, citizen grand jury. I think this amendment works just fine. So I think this amendment works just the way it needs to work. Matter of fact, I know this amendment. I know this amendment works that way. Why? Because I've used this amendment that way. So let's just put this amendment to work. I, I can go for days. <laughs> I got enough ammo for days, Pally. We can do this round for round. I, I think we're past the point of talking about. It. We have time for a little bit of one more clip before we get out of here. Because this is really interesting. I, I just, I'm so tired. Because remember how you were saying tired. you were just two years. Just, two years we've been you've doing been, this. You've been waiting for the media, anyone in the media, to step up and and say, "Oh fuck me, I was wrong," right? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is why they've not been doing that. Just, just this is how fucking corrupt they are. Oh well, I've always we known they're that. corrupt. That's why. We Since COVID-19 began, corporate media has spent the entire time indoctrinating the masses to accept the only way forward is with their precious experimental vaccines. You can skip forward a little bit. It goes without saying that if you worked in any form of media, you were mandated to take two doses at the very bare minimum. This has created a very big problem. Anyone who works in that field and suffers from the vaccine cannot talk about it openly and publicly. The following journalists developed pericarditis following Pfizer jab and decided to speak out on Instagram, September 2021. So since getting pericarditis or inflammation of the heart from the Pfizer jab, I've been sent so many messages, so much information has come my way. I'm slowly going through it all between other works. So I'm sorry if I haven't got to you yet, but I will get there eventually. Uh, my personal update is I don't really feel like I've turned the corner yet. It's been a month uh, since it started and a bit over a week since I've been out of hospital. I've lost the pins and needles and the numbness in my hands, thankfully, about five days ago. Um, but I still have shortness of breath, uh, some chest pains, but not the sharp ones. I still get uh, chills in the afternoons. A short time later. Seven News reporter Denim Hitchcock backflips on vaccination Instagram post. Channel 7 News reporter Denim Hitchcock made changes to a controversial social media post about COVID vaccines at the behest of his bosses. The journalist backflipped on a post about his negative reaction to the Pfizer vaccine, after being spoken to by management, reports the Daily Telegraph. Hitchcock initially made reference to uncomfortable information about vaccinations after being hospitalized with a rare condition called pericarditis following the first of his two Pfizer jabs. The Seven Network allegedly advised Hitchcock to remove his editorializing of the issue. Just another example of media corporations silencing their staff who wanted to speak up about the vaccine side effects. You, Brownie, referring to the booster shots oh, and the, the booster shots, that's obviously the, COVID. Yeah. Um, the word going around. 
Look, it's, it's been discussed. I haven't been able to get an official line on that from anyone attached to, to Ollie Wines at this stage, but there, the question has been asked and put to me and, and others, including yourself, uh, by a lot of people about but a possibility of that. But it's not it's not just the hard issues. I mean, like, you know, without delving into your private affairs, um, you know, you've got Bell's Ballsy yeah. at the moment, which hopefully yeah. you're on the back yeah. end of that, but there's a bit of that going around as well. Yeah, exactly. It's gone hard issues and Bell's Ballsy has gone through the roof uh, since the, the boosters and, and COVID issues, so no doubt. And we had Mike Angelo Ritchie on AW on Friday night and he said that wines is it's, it's a field there's a ward filled with people with similar symptoms in Adelaide to Ollie Wines so nausea heart issues so there has to be something more to it yeah and, and just we're not anti-vaxxers we've all done our due diligence with our booster shots and all that sort of stuff but there is going to have to be some study done on this and one day later, after that segment went viral... Matthew, I just wondered, I mean, I think to be talking about, as Nathan said, I think the word going round, was that a bit irresponsible? Yeah, it's the last thing we, we wanted, Caro. Uh, I think that uh, Damo just threw it out there and then came off the back of that story. He'd got information from Chris Davies straight away that has nothing to do with with that. So we, we did say that on the show. Um, in terms of my role in it, I was asked about my so with Bell's, my issues with Bell's palsy and I just said, I've been amazed with how many people have reached out to me and said, I've got Bell's palsy too. I've got Bell's palsy as well. Um, so I was just, we were shooting the breeze a little bit, but uh, I'm fully vaccinated. My family is. Um, we apologise if, um, yeah, we, the link was to Ollie Wines, but that's the last thing we wanted to make happen on the show. Oh, oh correlation so, um, doesn't equal causation. Yeah, no, we didn't mean that. About that one. I think the last, we, we were talking um, and we didn't, we, link, we didn't link the two, but it was raised by Nathan, I suppose, mm, to say there is a lot of heart two. problems. There is more Bell's palsy going around. Could it be something? But we don't know enough about it. Oh, we don't know what it is. In that sense, too. No, it's like when you talk about concussion or any other heart issue, Sam. I mean, I think it does get a bit dangerous. Mm -hmm. This is different, though, isn't it, I mean, I remember when Shane Warne died, there were some clowns putting out... tweet saying that, you know, maybe it was because he was vexed, you know, just pretty irresponsible. So irresponsible. Due to their incessant messaging on COVID vaccines, the media have no other choice to shut down any conversation on the deadly vaccines. We know this is true. And how do we know that? Because Twitter, Twitter's the perfect example. Yeah. Twitter is the example that just tells us that what we've been telling you, what you've heard, what you've thought from day one has been the God's honest truth. Mm -hmm. They've yeah. been shutting us down. Yep. So anyway, tonight's featured featured featured. Blah, blah, blah. Did you speak? No, apparently not. Featured sponsor of the show is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Um, because that dude, the economy is going to crash. Seriously, we we know it's coming. We all see it's coming. We see the writing on the wall. Um, trillion dollars to convert your money over to silver something you can hold in your hands that's going to retain its value um and uh so just go to defiantsilver.life defiantsilver.life that brings you to our affiliate that's our affiliate link for dr kirk elliott he will really help you and like anything else drop you he'll really help you anything else we tell you we unless we've used it we don't fucking push it here so you know we've used it go get some yes it's so simple Yes. It really is. You can have it delivered to your house. You can have it put in storage for mm-hmm. you. It's up to you what you want to do with it. Personally, I want the shit under my ass. Yeah. It's what I do. So defiantsilver.life. And uh, we will be back tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern, 545 for Liana's Lounge. And uh, Liana from West Virginia, thank you so much for <laughs> being back. I don't think we have a guest tomorrow.
No, it's just us. We don't have another guest until um, week, after Christmas. Yeah, yeah we have two Christmas. next week. So, um, so yeah. So tomorrow, five forty-five for Liana's Lounge. Don't forget Friday. We're doing the double header. We're going to do the call-in show. Our our call-in Christmas party after the correct. Uh, after and the it will be show. ugly sweater, ugly sweater Christmas and party. Liana, we're definitely going to use your Zoom because we want to see all the ugly sweaters. You got so it. get your ugliest I, yes. sweater out. Patriot forgot that you were you were the one one of the ones that inspired us to do that. So you can absolutely come on in on Friday during the call-in show. Um, come hang out with us. We will shoot the shit, talk about whatever. So hell yeah! All right. We always do. Okay. So either way. Yep. So again, like, share, subscribe, par for the course. Please do that. If you haven't done that already, like, share, subscribe. It gets us, moves us up in the charts, yep. brings new listeners, helps us expand the wolf pack, makes it, it bigger. Because right. Christ, we're going to love the wolf pack. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. So we're going to get go. the fuck out of here. Have a great night, fuckers. We'll see you tomorrow for the Mick. And be Lynn. Have a great night. Thanks for watching.
can fuck around and find 